thanks for tuning in to Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram under Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. Listen to us at any major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. Got a great show coming up for you guys today. Hope you enjoy. Hit that shit. Are you done chewing yet? I want to Why are you not chewing? Chew it. Put it in your mouth and chew it. Look, you won't be able to defend. You won't be able to defend what I'm about to say. His mouth is full. I want to talk more about Jeff's prostate. No shit. He went to a. I'll say his name. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, your mic's turned down. Turn your mic up a little bit. What? Boy, no. We're not recording. Are your headphones on? Did you hear the bumper music? Yeah, there's no bumper. Did you hear the bumper music? We are. Did no. you hear the bumper music? No, but we you still got it. Your mic still sound good. Yeah, Everything. No, we're Dave, gonna hit, we still got to hit play. Dave's got to scoot up, get closer okay. to his. Dave's mic. not even. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't done a, a mic check or nothing. What were you gonna say? Don't worry Ready? about it. Yeah, boom. Do we, we, do we need a, a, yeah, a mic check? Yeah. I have a friend of mine <laughs> that went to. Well, get, you said you would say his name. Yeah, well, don't be a pussy. I don't want to say his name. Oh god. That's like somebody who goes to get their own injections. But he went to get a pre-sports physical. Okay, is this what an adult sport, sport? Does he play? At, is this an adult? Four hundred years old. Is this, a, is no, this no, an no. adult? He was like at the D-man. time. Oh, like in at the time, okay, high so, school, yeah, college. Uh, okay, okay, at the time. Okay, all right. And I was so confused. Prostate, okay. But this well, was that's what's weird about this. Oh no, he didn't die from prostate cancer, did he? No. Oh, this is another one. Damn it! Well, he the actually doctor, died, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. He's Kyle. Dead. So the doctor that. was in Douglasville, and supposedly, like, gave him a prostate check. Nice. Oh. But told Quit him. Quit holding your finger up like that. It's weird. <laughs> you're but, waving it at but Kyle. Told him, <laughs> don't, don't do this. This is bad. Don't like wave angles. to everybody. You're like, hey, <laughs> you know, hi. He's like waving with his but, one but finger. One finger's weak, bro. I'm told him lie. that he needed, like, this was something that they needed to check and, like, told him to, like, rub one out yeah. while he was checking his Standard. prostate. Don't you come Isn't anywhere? Isn't that the best way? But don't you just come? Swear to God. And I, and told him is that and, not a thing? And I said I There's looked at him wrong with that? and I said, "Hey, I'm dude, confused. I said you got molested by a doctor." <laughs> That's what oh happened. Oh my god! And he goes, "No, no, no." He told me he told me this was like it was like something to do with like checking my. I was like, eh, "Ain't no uh, checking nothing." I was like, "Wait, you, you not got molested?" <laughs> I would have been more grossed out if he peed oh, instead of killed him. No, no, no. <laughs> he told is. him that he needed to check. Like whatever, so he said for him to like, yeah. Rub one did he out. Come, did he come quicker? Yeah, I thought yes. that that was the whole thing when you got your prostate check that uh, you get to come. This was a friend of mine. And I'm he regretting told me this, and I said, I'm regretting I, hitting record. Hold on, hold on. And I said, Have Just you ever told that. anybody this? And he was like, No. I was like, Dude. I'm like, You got molested by a doctor. <laughs> That's so messed up. Uh, is it weird? I want to know where the doctor. Is. I'll tell you. It was so messed up. It was uh, Dr. McGat in Douglas. McGat. Yeah. And everybody knows him. Oh, Jesus, bro. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't really, you're supposed to say his name. I don't You're going to have to bleep that I'll out. Call he, him out in his face. He McGat him. <laughs> <laughs> True story. 
And Magood with Magat. It doesn't seem as bad if like Oh, that's terrible. Dude, no, like, it's terrible. But it doesn't seem that bad as a dude. And then he got to rub one out like at least. No. It's, ter- it's terrible. Dude, this kid was it's like 19, terrible. 18. That's, at the oh, time. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. It just doesn't seem as bad of a, as a dude. Oh, I just don't oh, know if God, I could rub one out under okay? that pressure. Oh. <laughs> There's something wrong with that. You might get a yeah. super hard on. I don't, no, it wouldn't work. No, this Come on, you're 19. You're athletic. Listen. If I wipe my ass too hard, I'm hurt. I Ah, fuck. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Right, so welcome back, everybody. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining Cam and the Rev. Oh, yeah. Shout out to our sponsors, Jeff. by the way. Shout out to our, our sponsors. PKS. Uh, PKS Paving and, Is that and Prostate. Concrete. No, um, PKS Paving and Coming and, and <laughs> Douglasville. God, we need sponsors. Well, we Don't. need some more shirts before I start doing regular uh, shout-outs. That's got to catch you with some bad moms for, you know, we, we are getting a little hey, low we'll on yes. So, bad moms, bad moms, What's up? we're down to, like, two cookies and, like, uh, a Slim Jim. Protein cookies. pistachios. Yeah. And we're not going to eat the pistachios. I need some so, more gummy bears in my life. And, uh, no, we and, and look, and shout out to our one listener in Belgium is that we still, still still listens, bro. You're every po- no, every I podcast. I don't think it's real, man. Every one. Dave, like all the have, other ones. We have a listener in, in Belgium. Belgium. Jeff. In Brussels. I, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> this is not the first time that this has been said. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, Dave, I apparently I say fuck a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He does. Listen, he says I, a lot. I, I don't know if you've been listening. I don't know if you know that. I, 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 Treat, I'm, I'm talking like Dave. It's like the first time he's ever heard of us. Never, yeah, he doesn't so know who we are. Integrity, we do jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. What jujitsu? He just full mansplained to Dave on what everything. You know, we do this thing called a podcast, Dave. Whatever. Okay. Well, we Whatever. get together in a room and we talk into microphones. We record so it. And other we people it in, are going to hear it. We I'm put a, it on the internet. I'm a brand new. We don't know. Else. Do you know what the internet is, Dave? I, yeah, it's this world worldwide web. web of work collection well, of information. Here's the thing. I still have an AOL. <laughs> I still have an AOL email. <laughs> I still have an AOL email. <laughs> how do we find your? How do you find MySpace? I wanted to find my have own MySpace. Yeah, I don't think they have. I wanted it. to find my old MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> okay. There's a callback. Okay. Son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> it's my face. <laughs> yeah. So, so now thank you guys for joining and tuning in. All of our listeners, we can we, we just we delete the first fifteen minutes. We love you. We appreciate. Bro, Absolutely. It's only been not. six. Okay. It's only been Absolutely six minutes. Not. So, you know, thank you guys for for listening. You know, uh, if you've if you haven't, you know, we want you to go back and and listen to the previous episode, which was part one of the integrity. Uh, origin story. Uh, we're we're going to dive in and, and and go through part two and kind of pick up where we left off. So if you if you haven't listened to part one of Integrity Origin Story, go back and, and listen to that. I want you I want you to make sure you have a, a full picture uh, because we're going to pick up uh, the the Integrity story where we were. Uh, integrity has uh, moved into a garage. We have puzzle mats leaning against the wall to keep us from. Slamming into cinder block. Cinder blocks. <laughs> we have just Which a Dave one. would randomly hold up as we ran into them. Yes, yes. yeah, he'd like float <laughs> like uh, like he's playing pong, <laughs> and he would take these these uh, puzzle mats and he'd run and, and try to save us from the from I, the cinder block walls. I thought I was doing awesome when I actually used metal screws, like cement screws, to put them <laughs> into the wall. First time I did that, one of the kids banged their head into the screw into the cinder. <laughs> yeah. Like better, we had lean in. And exhaust fan. 
right we what? had one exhaust fan well, and then was, the roll-up door yeah it was like a seal uh, like a, a ceiling fan on, not a ceiling fan no like there was wall. an exhaust fan on the back wall yeah and then there was that big like 54 inch fan out front but uh, it worked yeah, yeah. like an attic so it blew, fan right it blew like the it would, yeah yeah, yeah it, it just sucked, sucked the air, air out yeah. it blew the gnats the in at like exhaust. 200 miles an hour. yeah but several <laughs> times like swarms of either gnats or bees or whatever would yes. come going like flying by the door just move through and it would suck them all across the mat as you're rolling so like it was extra elements to deal with to get airflow they didn't even do that shit in brazil bro we'd you know the favela's got nothing on us We'd have this fan, big fan, sitting in front of the of the garage door open to blow hot air in, and then the exhaust fan on the back of the garage to suck the hot air out. So we were just moving the hot air through, so you'd at least get a little bit of. But yeah, with that, in we would winter, get anything the, that anything that came through outside, dust, pollen, batch, swarms. You know, anything. Oh, I forgot about get, the pollen. Yeah, yeah we just get great. pushed through the gym while we're rolling. Also, yeah. in the winter, I had a propane heater. Oh, that my God, That was like 7,000 yes. degrees. <laughs> yeah, those old, like, snake yeah. propane, you know, snake heaters that, that blow, like, jet uh, kerosene engine yeah. out. What talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. what we heated. Like in a shop? That, that's what we used to heat the gym. I would come to the gym early, heat it up for, like, those 20 mats. minutes, and then turn it off. <laughs> that inch, inch and a third or inch and two-thirds mats, right, straight on concrete. Straight I, down on concrete. I bought them from the guy and they that were old Ludador. Yeah, they were old Ludador, old Ludador mats. mats. Yeah. So they're already compressed. So they were already compressed. Had zero like give to them anyway. In the winter time, as as we were in that first winter in that garage, those mats. It you might as well not even have had them down on on the <laughs> like ground. Concrete. They were so cold, hard as a rock. You know, we'd go in. We you know we we didn't. You know, we all worked full time jobs and. So we'd come in there in the evening to train, and you know, the first person there would turn on turn on the propane propane heater <laughs> to just to knock the chill out of the air, uh, and you know, you'd have one little section of mat that was the mat was warm. Everything else was like concrete rolling on cold concrete. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where oh, these yeah. guys. You know, all you current Integrity members here at Integrity BJJ that have just came in, I don't know, the last uh, 18 months and eight days maybe, <laughs> that all you ever know, all you know, ever know are brand new, you know, two-inch mats with with uh, four inches of foam padding sprung underneath them. Which are beginner floating, programs. Floating mats with, with fundamental <laughs> programs. And, and we don't let you, we don't roll with you for the first uh, several weeks and you you don't roll you just learn fundamentals they and you do don't specific get train no but you don't roll no you don't get like thrown in with all the, uh, the other grown people that have been doing jujitsu for years <laughs> cold freezing bears with with your <laughs> air conditioning in the summer and your oh, yeah. heat in the winter all you guys you 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 know 18 month eight day guys that are out there at integrity you have no idea how good you have it. when when the newer people start talking off. to kyle about the ac and the heat, oh. I, giggle, I giggle my ass off because you <laughs> yeah you're like oh my god it's 82 degrees in here. Yeah. i wish oh, it's, 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 it's 82 can we get a little <laughs> under 76 in the gym, please, Kyle? Is the air, air, is the air, is the air even air on? on? Yeah, man. And it, it's, it's, bro, it's 75 degrees in here. What do you want? Yeah, I don't know you what know? you want. I if mean, it's, it's 80, it's, I don't know what you this want. Is, this is San Diego. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we were rolling in Antarctica. We, <laughs> we were in, like, Siberia doing jiu-jitsu. Well, we're on the depths of hell. Yeah. Or in, in the, the summertime, yeah. the heat and the pollen and the crap. But you know what? I tell you what? I had some of my best tournaments at Purple Belt. 
Oh yeah, out of that bro. gym. Yeah, out of, out of that, we out of that location, we were mentally tougher. Yeah, I was just go hard on everything. Yeah, on yeah. everything no, for sure. That was the that was the that was uh, the the Copa that I did. At yes, purple. Yes, where I left triple weave on the guy's face. Triple weave, pearl. Yeah, uh, yeah. on 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 my competitor. We had a gi match, and, and I mashed him into the ground with with pressure from side control, and imprinted my. Uh, Oh, what is that gi? What is that blue gi? It's breakpoint. My breakpoint blue breakpoint gi. I love that gi. I do too. I love it. I still have it. I, I think you've had that since blue belt. I I did. I got it yeah. in blue belt. Yeah. Uh, and and left triple weave print on his face for hours. He came over to me. So we Just had a gi match. Him. And he came over holding his little kid, bro. <laughs> a, about an kid. hour, about an hour after the the gi match, right before we did no gi, and he was supposed to be in a no gi bracket too, and he had me first in in no gi. Yeah. So he comes over. His wife's pushing a stroller. He doesn't have the kid in the stroller. He's holding his little like one and a half year old kid, and uh, walks up to talk to me. And I'm looking at him, and he's got triple weave <laughs> imprinted on his face. And he's like, man, thank you so much for the match earlier. I don't think I'm going to be able to do no gi. I think I'm going to pull out. I say, oh, man. We were Come going, on. It was, was going to be us rolling. We had It was me and you in the first round, buddy. He's like, We yeah. got history. Yeah, I know. I know. He's like, I know. I'm not I'm not going to do no gi. I don't think I want to do that That guy again. might not train jiu-jitsu to this day. <laughs> he yeah, may you never, might have ruined he it, may buddy. Have, he may never. Poor Purple Belt may never train again. Well, and that's kind of what... But that's what we were, bro. Yeah, that's what we were. It was kill or be killed. You suck it up. Like, you know, it was... It was yeah. I, there's pictures and videos, and we talked about it. Uh, you know, me and Kyle rolling just, you know, just sweat, just just killing each other, rolling around the mat. Just, it was an awesome time. Yeah, I've got one of my favorite pictures of me and Dave <laughs> in, out of that gym was after... Right after that roll with you, yeah. uh, that the one that we have on video, one of them, yeah, um, and it was like right after uh, I finished the choke, and I remember sitting up and just going like taking a deep uh, breath, like Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> and Dave's like standing over me as I'm like as he's like because he was holding up mats and watching us. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite pictures yeah. right there, yeah. and it was. I, I remember just being like everything I had to be able to finish that. Choke. I um. Tony Reed and I rolled, and we rolled into the four ma- four bags that were hanging because yeah. they were on like fifteen foot chains. Yeah. We're rolling through the bags, so I put a bread cutter on them and choke them unconscious. Tony goes fully <laughs> unconscious and then arm bars me when he wakes back up. So I'm waking him up. I'm shaking him like Tony, 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 <laughs> and he arm bars the shit out of me and pops my elbow. First thing, <laughs> first thing he does as he's coming back into consciousness is grab Dave's wrist and just full hip into it. My muscle memory, oh, baby. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I tap. And he's like, uh, he's like, what happened? What happened? I was like, I put you out. He's like, I won. You tapped. <laughs> Dude, Tony's gone to sleep. And I was mad oh. as shit. I was mad as shit. <laughs> Tony's gone to sleep, and then you stop, and he wakes up and keeps going. You're like, are you good? And he looks at you like you're dumb. And yeah, he's like, he's yeah, like, what are you talking why? about? Yeah. What are you doing? Come go. on, let's go. I'm like, I was like, no, bro, you went to sleep. Okay. That's you were a, out. That's a different breed. You were out, bro. Oh, the first time I went to sleep was in that gym. Right next yeah. to the damn bags. Yeah. Like rolling with Mark, he had like von flu style <laughs> pressure. It wasn't even von flu choke; it was just that kind of pressure into my neck. And I remember fighting inside control, trying to get back to guard, going into the bags. And then next thing I know, we're in the very middle of the mat, and I'm fighting in my guard. And I'm like, "Oh, bro, did I go out?" And he's like, 
Yeah, I think you might have went out. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we reset and scooted out here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is how crazy it was. We would start in the worst possible positions. Like the, I started in a bow choke yeah, with yeah, Alex Williams. Yeah. So I started in a bow choke. I was like, all I got to do is get her hand off of my pant, and I'm good. Well, I end up going unconscious. I, I open my eyes, and all I can see is bright lights up in the ceiling. And my son is standing there with a with a Gatorade. <laughs> say, Dad, I think your blood sugar is low. You were sleeping. <laughs> I was like, yeah, son, my blood sugar is low. <laughs> so my blood sugar was like 700. You know, and Alex was like, you went out. I was like, no, my blood sugar is low. Nah, I think I'm a little low. A little low. <laughs> it, was, it was the hardest, funnest, best group of guys and we'd get the occasional guy that would slide in, guys from DEFCON and all that. They would slide in, and they wouldn't last one day. They with had us. no idea what they were walking into. Yeah. Like you know that whole Bane, I was born in the dark stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that's what that's what we were doing at the well, time. Well, what they didn't get was and like, and we were trying to we were trying to reach the level of the people that we were seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we knew there were other places. Like we knew about Alliance HQ. We didn't know about RP and them yet. Mm-mm. And then you know, like we we knew Clay from back in the day. Yeah. Clay came to the and Clay would come. And Clay Clay would always cross train. That was like his like he was he didn't have a home forever as far as jujitsu places. Yeah, like he would have one for a little while and then, but he always cross trained. Clay and he'd let you know what the, where it was like where the levels Clay were. Clay came you know? to us at the gym. And we were doing specific training. He he taught a little bit. And, mm. and why he came out there, he's just, I considered him a friend. He came out there and he tried to sweep Ernie Thompson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he couldn't sweep Ernie. And he kept trying. And Ernie just is a big, strong so country boy. Dude, it's so, it's so, it doesn't so even make sense how much Clay, base he is. Clay body locks him, stands up, and then drops him on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he looks at me, he's like, holy shit. And I was like, man, it looks like he gave effort. He's like, how big is that guy? I was like, uh, I can't move him. Yeah, I don't know. And but Clay, but that's Jordan, his son, is the same way. They just have yeah. weird yep. bait. And Clay's like, y'all are getting better. Yeah. Y'all, that's all he said was y'all are getting better. Yeah. Well, and that was, you know, that was the room then, man. Like, you'd get, we would get, you know, being the first one out here as far as like, uh, you know, a fight academy, basically. You know, Real jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. Where you know, because back then. You know, Alex Williams and Tony and Dave was still teaching stand-up, and you had people interested in stand I, I even got back into sparring some boxing back then. And when you do that in a new area, which was part of Dave's uh, wisdom to not call it an MMA gym, you still got, like, every tough guy within, like, a 25-mile It's radius. like, you guys are fighters. Hey, do y'all yeah. fight, huh? Yeah, and we're yeah like, we, oh, yeah, we kind of do. Come on. Having been down that fight road, um, especially in Villarica, and and when you get to smaller towns, everybody tries to make their name by being tough, being yeah. the like toughest a, guy. So if you go to Bremen, you go to Bremen, you go to Tallapoosa. There's always a guy that's got to be the toughest guy. Um, and in reality, is is when you're a fighter, you're you're only as tough as the best guy in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's always somebody that's going to whip your ass. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, and the reality is, is you can be the best. You're probably not going to be the best out here because you're not going to be having the better competition. You got to compete with the better competition and train with them every yeah. day. That's why I love what find Kyle's, the best coaches. That's why I, why I love what Kyle's doing because our room is fucking hard. Like our room, our blue belts, like the Buddhas and the, the it's fucking Caleb's hard. Yeah, I mean it's hard. It's a hard room. Jeff's when back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, these tough guys would come in and it was like rolling with a baby. Yeah, like it literally was like. But you would just have to fuck them all up. 
Yeah, they didn't know like, anything different. They we don't know we get different. way less, and even in the gym after that, um, like when we moved next door, it was a lot less than. But for some reason in that place, man, it just seemed like we got like the bouncer guys. Yeah. We would get just little tough guys here and there from Tallapoosa, and you just have to keep fucking guys up. Yeah. And part of it was fun. Like what a lot it? of it was fun. What some about that guy really Alex fun. brought? Alex would bring all these people just to get she murdered. Freaking Tallapoosa. Yeah, she had some weird experience and, of fighting in. and bringing in Tallapoosa <laughs> and everything, which brought Jack, on weird people. Jack White. That's all. Jack White. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Oh, hold on. Let's tell the Jack, oh, tell the Jack White story. Oh, hold on. Uh, oh, my God. So there's still echoes of this. And one day, he's still echoes in of this. He's still, he's still, still in Bremen. So Alex... <laughs> Alex comes to me when I first meet when I first meet Alex years ago. She said she trained with this guy in Bremen, Tallapoosa, in his barn or garage, and he was a world class fighter. And that doesn't narrow it down really to me. Like you're a world class fighter. Like okay, where she, she said he's a he's a silver medalist in the uh, Atlanta Olympics in Taekwondo. That's what she tells me. The 1996 Olympics. That's so, a big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's it would be. So here's the problem. Yeah, that's if. A, there's this amazing thing, and I'm 50. I know I'm a little behind. There's this amazing <laughs> thing called the internet, like the yeah. World Wide Web. So I go to the 96 Olympics, and I look up gold medalists in Taekwondo. What I see is Taekwondo was a sport that they just highlighted. Like, it wasn't even was an Olympic sport. It wasn't an Olympic sport. No, they didn't compete. They didn't. They just. They they had uh, the preliminaries, yeah, exhibitions yeah. for mm. uh, for for Olympic style taekwondo. No one got medals. Okay, so it was more like, like demonstrations. Demonst- yeah. So they yeah. were they were trying to audition work into audition it being an Olympic, Olympic sport. sport. Ah, so, so they a, would do these exhibitions like same way. They'd have a tournament yeah, it was showing a, it was what a, it could be. So uh. I'm looking up gold medal and I'm like, man, does this guy? I tell Alex, does this guy have like a gold medal hanging on the wall, like a silver medal hanging on the wall, like? If I had a silver medal from Olympics, it would be at the desk. I, the gym I'd have <laughs> at least a replica <laughs> hanging Listen, in wherever, my gym. Wherever <laughs> Kyle has his stuff, my medal would be right next to Kyle's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey, see that right there? Yeah, see, every hey, time I walk in, that? I was like, ah, look. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I think there's Coca-Cola's over that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right but, there. Okay, so, so you know where my Olympic medal is? Okay, so it's nowhere near that. You so, go to the left. <laughs> so this guy also That's says good. he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Uh-oh. Yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So now I'm like, ah, this is yeah. Well, this this, this, this is, is this is our wheelhouse. This is a competition because like, we're this is, this is you know, my he's a brown. We're both purple. We're, ah, here we so go. This now. is competition. So I decide to drive down there. Chad, me, Chad. <laughs> whoa, 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 hold, on, hold on, hold on. I gotta save you on this a little bit. There was some sort of previous yeah. uh, engagement there with Alex. Without Al- well, not 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 just that, but like. Um, didn't he say? Didn't he say he would spar you? Yes. Yes. So there was an exchange somewhere in there where he was like, "We'll bring him down, and he can. We can spar any t- anytime he anytime comes. No, spar. where is down? That was you know where I, you know what Jurassic you know what Jurassic Subs was? Yeah, right next to Jurassic Subs. Okay. No, 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 no. Yes, no. no, no. no he's was moved it? across the street from Chad, but he's right at Jurassic Subs. But he was. I thought he's by Dollar General. That's where the Dollar General, the Jurassic Subs, up on that hill. He was uh, he was right next to them. Yeah, Jurassic Subs is like before that. Though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next to the Dollar General over there. I got so. you, man. So I went up there and I pulled up. We pulled up a little hard. We pulled up a little too hard. We should have been a little smoother. They came in. So it just so happened to be the right time of day 
and like, <laughs> and look, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I got and look, ex- Skyler, I know like a bunch of y'all were traumatized by this whole experience, and maybe this wasn't one of our better days, you know. <laughs> so, because <laughs> apparently, I, if I have a regret, I regret <laughs> I didn't get to go. I really hate so, that. But I didn't y'all get to don't go. even know. Like I rolled up right after y'all. Yeah. So <laughs> I walk in there with my bag. No, and no, my no, no. You don't get to go straight to that. No. Not only did they roll up in there, so Dave and Chad roll up in there. Well. One of our guys, Joe Henchman. Joe Henchman is thick ass Godzilla Joe at the time on a Harley. He, he was, rolls he up was Fat Thor. <laughs> yeah, he was, this oh, was fat in Joe's Thor on fat a Harley Thor. with Dave and Moments. Chad roll up. Evan Green shows up in his Lexus <laughs> looking like an Albanian hitman. Yeah, and pulls up. They roll up in there. Hey, a little wh- hard. Where's uh? Where's uh? Where's well, White? No, no. I sit down. I put the bag between my legs, and I'm just sitting there. And we're watching the class. And all the parents, all the kids, it's a kid's class. They're all just like <laughs> staring. They just stop and stared at us. So I go up to the front desk. There's Skylar <laughs> and another girl. And I said, hey, is a Chad, I mean, is a Jack here? And he's like, uh, Jack just left. Jack was there when I pulled up. Jack ditched out the back. <laughs> so Jesus. Skylar's like, what, what, what's, the, what's the problem? I said, there is no problem. Jack just said to come up here anytime I wanted to spar. And Skylar's like, I'll spar you. And I said, well, excuse me, sir. I didn't know Skylar at the time, and he's been an MMA fighter and all this stuff. And I said, listen, I don't pick low-hanging fruit. Um, I want the top wrong. Like, I want your instructor. Yeah. And I said, because I'm, under, I'm understanding he's a purple belt, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm one. And he said, well, he's just not here. So I'm like, okay, tell him I came by. Here's my name. Here's my number. Here's my birth certificate. Here's my, you know, <laughs> pager. Here's my, you know, Skynet, whatever. I Tell him to call me. So I go, I go home. The next morning, I get a phone call on my phone. It's my cell phone from somebody I don't know. I answer. This is back in the day when you could answer it. Mm-hmm. So I answer it, and it says, hi, I'm a grandmother. You scared my child. Yesterday at the gym, <laughs> what they scared? Sca- you they scared, were in there you scared my child, blood. and I said, "Ma'am, excuse me." She's like, "I don't like the way you all presented yourself. You are very rude. You are very angry." And I said, "Ma'am, I said you're bringing your kid to an MMA school, um, and you're expecting to not see fighting." She goes, "Well, you scared him." I said, "Well, maybe your son shouldn't be in an MMA school. Your grandson shouldn't be in an MMA school." I said, "Maybe he's not in the right line of work." And she's like, well, Maybe this is just what I said, ma'am. I said, first of all, some, one of the people at the front desk gave you my number. And secondly, it says on the front window, MMA school. I came in there with sparring gear, a mouthpiece and headgear for sparring. If that upsets your son or grandson or whoever, I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah, it's nothing. You know, I just don't sorry, care. Sorry, yeah. And I hung sorry. up. Well, needless to say, Jack never called me back. <laughs> and Jack, if you're out there, Jack White, <laughs> give me a holler. Your boy still, your boy hasn't lost it yet. <laughs> Needs are feeling good. You never <laughs> heard from Jack. Nope, he's, no, he, he actually owns the school now across the street from Chad's yeah. school. But he was called out on his... Wait, okay. That kickboxing and, and taekwondo school. Across, right across from the, Chad's grocery store? Yes, across right across the street. That's yeah. Jack White. And Bremen. Oh, I'm going to stop in. <laughs> I've seen that place. Yeah. But he, 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 his master and everybody else 
has said they have no affiliation with him. Like everybody that he was affiliated with. No, even those legit him. Taekwondo guys that were they around. They have nothing to like do Chris with Chris Reed. Oh, is it, is it Chris Reed? Chris, Chris Reeves. Yeah, Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he's a legit guy. He yeah. trained no, some legit Chris guys. Chris Maxwell. 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 That's so what it I've was, driven yes. by that place. I'd, Literally every day, I drive by that place, and mm-hmm. I have wondered about that place. Like it's right across the, from uh, Chad Town. Listen, yeah, Town. Town. Supposedly he's a purple belt. Something like that. I'm going to invite. So him. literally, right after they left, I thought I was meeting them there, but I had just missed them. And back then, <laughs> I had I had a buddy of mine <laughs> with me that's like straight tatted up. He's from the detail world, so half a criminal. And then back then. <laughs> I had a Yukon XL that was on 28-inch rims. Oh, yeah. And I got a system and everything. And I roll up. And I used to, like, if you could cut the wheel just right where the sun hit it, it's like a mirror shining into your freaking, <laughs> like, into your area. Like, you could just reflect light, you know. It was just, you know, it was the hoodest shit you could find. I got a deal on them. They were 28-inch rims, buddy. Sure. <laughs> on rubber bands. I had full turn. Uh, Nobody had full turn on 28s. And I pull up, still beating. I don't cut it off or nothing. Leave the door open, everything. Jump out, walk through the door. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? Y'all do jujitsu? <laughs> like, well, sort of, but we're not ranked and blah blah blah. They had their shit together by then. They figured it out <laughs> like, after that. After that first gym storm, that they, like, they've y'all don't uh, y'all don't roll well, or nothing. Here's here's the. I was thing. like, let me get a schedule. <laughs> the guy Jack had pro- fundamentals. Was yeah. teaching was teaching Alex. And then stalked her when she left. Mm. She had stalking charges and everything put up against him. Yeah. She, oh wow. Yeah, she, yeah, it's so party. Alex is every gym that girl's been to is oh, just scumbags. horrible choices. So Jack had stalking charges. Yes, again for Alex. Oh man, I've so got to stop in there. She's like, Jack. I just hope. She said, I hope Jack don't follow me here. I said, I got to tell oh, him. Oh, yeah, 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 Jack, 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 come on, come to integrity yeah, any yeah, day. I'll pay for your first two months. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that was and th- and that was the kind we were those we were the, that gym that we were going to roll. Those hard. were one of those things maybe we could have done right, done better. I, I, I mean, I, done a little different. I, I I played that one wrong. <laughs> played, that, played that one. Hey, wrong. look, we were operating game, on momentum. You know, we we're just you know kind of doing what we do. But you know, low blood sugars to stop growing <laughs> <too> much. <laughs> a cyclone of it. Well, but, but not too long after that though, like there was a bit of a shift as mm-hmm. far as like the model. Right. Yes. Like yeah. we went from the garage, very hard nose, no air, no no heat. You know, I'm 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 tossing kids out the front door within, so they don't puke on the yep. mat. Oh, like within, so. Within four months, we outgrew the garage. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Too too many. It wasn't enough mat. That that 500 square foot of mat space. That, yeah. that no. David we desperately got. needed wall mats. We needed so, wall mats. We needed more mats. So I talked to these guys. I said, the store that used to be next to us is closing. They're moving out. We can get two places and both place like two rooms together, and both of them have air conditioning. Yeah, hey. hell yeah! Hey. <laughs> um, we added mat space. Um, we had bathrooms, separate kickboxing area, yes. separate kickboxing yep. area, um, and that's where the true, I'm going to say, business of integrity started. Um, I looked at it more as um, I had had several injuries. Um, just training possibly too much too much rolling um there is a too much rolling guys just so you know yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. i was teaching yeah. uh teaching lunch and evening classes four or five days a week um plus rolling hard on the weekends and then mm. every hard roll well, mostly through. rolling on those days yeah. too when you're teaching so what i what i thought was is i said 
we had run off a number of people. Um, people that weren't mean or nasty or, or rude, and we weren't mean or nasty. It was just, just too hard. much, We're too much so for hard. normal human beings that have to get up and go to UPS in the morning. It wasn't a very good introduction. Yeah. So what I thought was, mm-hmm. why don't we let everybody train? Give everybody an opportunity to learn equally. The guys that want to go hard can go hard. Mm-hmm. The guys that the guys and gals that want to go lighter can go lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I was like, because it's not for me to determine who is good at jujitsu. It's jujitsu will find out who's good enough for jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll either stay with it or you won't. Yeah, that's when. And there was this transition from you know just a, a group of of people that wanted to just train hard and get it in to. Uh, the mindset of okay, well, maybe maybe we need to take a, a, a step back and actually think about, you know, getting more people to train jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Getting, Plus, you know, getting uh, making right. an open availability for for everybody to Kyle, train consistency. Kyle yeah. and Mark more than myself started to become instructors. They started to think about a process to get people better. Mm-hmm. I was the guy that we're going to work hard. We're going to. I'm going to be behind you 100%. I'll mm. do whatever I need to do to back you. Um, but I didn't have a plan to get people's jujitsu better because my jujitsu in itself was way behind the curve. Um, I, I was only good in one or two positions. I didn't have a really good jujitsu game because I learned pretty horrible. Um, every bad habit carried on with me for years. Which is harder to go back and yes. backtrack than it is to try to get it right. We decided as a, as a community group that we were going to start teaching jujitsu the correct way from young kids to adults a fundamental to, yes, mm-hmm. yes and we're going to we're going to do the up and coming guards we're going to work the up and coming stuff but they had to have a handle on the basics first mm-hmm. um the reality was is most of my jujitsu life was spent slapping hands doing one move and rolling yeah so you do the same thing over and over. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm good at You keep doing the same things, and you're going against the same people every day that you hit the same move mm-hmm. on a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, when they do something different, you're like, holy crap, I got to uh, – then you learn a little bit. It's right. not, it's Which not is a, light years away from the randomized learning that we try to do now where yeah. we try to spread it across the board. It's concepts now more than it mm-hmm. is moves. So, so let me ask you this. How – and I don't want to jump – how did RP come into this? So that's all right. Yeah. So that's perfect, right so there. It's, because it's so in that, in in Dave seeking out like, in, in us, yeah, and us trying to like come up with a more fundamental approach, you know, uh, uh, a lifeline was Clay, Clay Bennett, and you know, Dave was real good friends with Clay. Props to Clay. Props he, to Clay. He helped us a lot, man. So you know, that was the first person that you know Dave could get a hold of, and Dave's, I mean, and Clay has a a very you know. You know, he's very in depth in his jujitsu, and starts helping us. And you a know, vast knowledge guard. of of schools, and you know, yes. been around a long yeah. time, been to a lot of different schools, and we're you know we're looking to try to get now processes and things in place to do this the right way. So, mm-hmm. I go to Clay and I said I'd like to try to associate with some people, um, and I'd like to talk to them about getting under them. I didn't care about my black belt. To yeah. be honest, I never did. I wanted to get the guys below me their recognition their earned I, right me i'm a i was a 
early 40s. It doesn't matter if I get my black belt or not. I'm not going on the world stage or anything like that. But the young kids we were developing, mm. the Kayleys of the world, the Isaacs of the world, the Gordons, of the, I wanted them to be black belts and I wanted them to go to IBJJFs and I wanted them to compete at high levels. Mm -hmm. So I went to multiple schools. I went to Philip Smith School and got fucking stomped. I mean stomped by blue belts. And I was a brown belt. I mean, I got fucking manhandled. I came home, and instead of whining and bitching and blaming, I said, I have to get better. Then I went to James Shook. Um, those great guys, great jujitsu, wonderful people. It just, I didn't feel it. Yeah. Um, then Clay says, I got this guy named RP. He's, he's, he's awesome. He's amazing. I'm, I'm training with him. And Clay never sticks with anybody. No. Anybody he sticks with. They have to be really good. Yeah, like they have to. They have to whip his ass. Yeah, um, if he, he can whip your ass, he's not staying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes. I got this guy RP. Come out and meet him. He goes. You have to roll. I said, Oh Christ, I'm gonna get whipped again. Um, that guy whipped my ass and said, Come back next week. And I was like, Man, this is the first guy that's told me to come back and get my ass whipped again. <laughs> so I came back and then I met Thomas. Um, and I was like, Thomas is like an action figure. He's all muscled and jacked. And RP is all muscled and jacked. And I was like, oh, I thought, I thought Thomas would be like the little 135-pounder <laughs> that cleans the mats. Uh, Thomas whipped my ass, crushed me with submissions I've never even saw before. He was hitting me with things I couldn't even imagine in my brain were moves. Mm. Then RP came in and proceeded to, and we're talking about ultra-heavy, Six foot four, six foot five guy, Baron bowling me and taking my back. Wow! And doing it so fast that I didn't like. I I was in half guard and he was on my back before I could blink. And he did it like roll after roll after roll after like he made me roll them seven times in a row. By the way, he's a judo black belt, I think. Yes. And and yeah. and he judo threw me, and every time I hit the mat, he'd be like, "You okay?" Yes, sir. And then he kept mauling me. <laughs> it's so weird. Wouldn't tap me. Wouldn't tap me. Let me kind of wiggle and escape and then keep mauling me. Yeah, I, just to keep the roll going. Yeah. Would let the let the submission go. Like Art Austin's flow rolling, Kyle's flow rolling that they do a lot. Mm. He was doing that, but Dave wasn't trying to flow roll. No, I was trying to go full. Like, he was trying to survive. And he's so, flow rolling. So he sits me with a blue belt, and I'm like, ugh. I finally got to the position on the blue belt, and I, I hooked a, uh, a knee bar, that knee bar I do from half guard all the time. Yeah. And I got the knee bar, and I walked off the mat, and RP's like, I like the submission, but that was a blue belt. And I said, um, I'm sorry, but you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and RP kind of looked at me, and I said, man, I'm getting my ass stomped. I needed, I needed just, I, I didn't hurt him because I didn't go hard. I said, I just held him there, and I said, I would never hurt your student, RP. I said, but... Man, I needed a little. I said, I've been getting my ass whipped for two weeks straight. He goes, let's talk about an affiliation. Um, and I asked Clay, I was like, man, I didn't think I put on the best, the best performances. Like, why? And he said, because you got your ass whooped and kept coming back. And he mm -hmm. goes, all RP wants is somebody that doesn't make excuses and keeps coming back. Like, I didn't hang my head, bitch and moan, call Clay up and tell him to tell him. I just said, I just kept getting stomped. But in my mind, in the way I was brought up, if you're getting stomped and you're getting taught at the same time, those two lead to, to better, better performances and better perfection. Mm. Um, and RP was the fit that I just felt right away.
like right like I felt it that right. the guys are really good. now I do have to say and this is so bad that when he told me RP was Brazilian I was like uh yeah. Not another Brazilian. Yeah. You well, know, we were and, burned. We and, were and, jaded. And not only the problem was, I only knew one other Brazilian. <laughs> you know, yeah. I knew we done and, been Brazilian. Yeah. And I said, so when he told me, and and I talked to RP, and RP's like, I'm nothing like, nothing like those guys. And I said, what guys? He's like, nothing like that that guy that you know. And I said, well, that's great. Side note, when I affiliated with RP. You or I tried to hire RP to do a seminar at his, <laughs> at, at, at his studio, at his academy, and RP told him no. Good. Yeah. Well, I told RP, I said, listen, you can do it. Like, uh, don't do this because of me. You're losing out on money. And he looked at me, and we're talking to a guy that's got a big academy in Atlanta and, and, and probably needs the money for an, an emerging academy in Atlanta. So he looked at me, he says, I don't need the money. It's not that important. Yeah. And just... And I was like, I, I love this big killer. <laughs> like, I love this killer. Um, and when he came into the picture, I f- saw an avenue for everybody else to get better. Sure. I didn't care when I got my black belt, nor did I think I deserved it. Like, to this day, I, part of me thinks I, doesn't, I don't deserve it. Um, my f- first, those years between blue and brown were not productive. Were not productive years. Like, you should look back and say, man, my white belt year was a productive year. I learned this and I learned mm-hmm. that. And I, my brown belt, my blue belt years, I didn't think my years were just spent doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over and well, over. Then he, and then the late purple, well, brown, you're going back, like, correcting things yep. and, and trying to, like, yep. you trying know, to make relearn, relearn shit, man. So I, and dumb people like me, like, it. It takes a while for me to work so, that shit back out of my system. I signed up for an Atlanta Open at Blue Belt. I had been a Blue Belt for from my Alliance days into my into my DEFCON days with URI. I signed up for the Atlanta Open at Blue Belt. He gave me my purple belt a week and a half before the IBJJF for the Atlanta Open. <laughs> I had to call them up and tell them I got my purple belt. Yeah, I jumped the into the purple division and got fucking crushed in like 13 seconds yeah. why not just let me compete at blue that's where <laughs> i belonged <laughs> yeah. well because his whole con was to keep roping people in well he he gave out multiple purple belts that day because yeah. and I, I don't know if this is true Full or not over. however he was going on vacation the following week so if he sold belts he could sell the belts get 20 dollars per belt when he paid five dollars for them and then he has enough money to go on vacation mm-hmm. So he gave out. Well, like he had multiple. Yeah, he had more than one front on that because he w- he would absolutely belt people to keep them in. Yeah, that w- that was his whole like shtick. So a lot of a lot of what what happened in those those early years uh, af- as we're integrity is you know there's that saying you don't know what you don't know, right. and there was so much that we didn't know yeah. about jujitsu and how you know especially white blue and purple belt level stuff. You know, everything that we had had gaps. So we would fill it in when we cross train. We'd fill it in when we would go compete, you know, and, and you know, find you know, Kyle's the phrase that Kyle uses a lot check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd start checking boxes just to discover there's 18 more boxes yeah. that need to be checked from that, checking that one box. In that area of boxes, yeah, there's a whole, yeah, other there's area like of a whole subset yeah. of boxes in this box <laughs> that we didn't even know existed until we went and competed and this guy hit us with it. And this. checked all these other boxes. How, <laughs> in this process, we started having inner squads 
like competitions. Yeah. So yeah. Our, our whites and blues would go out to tribe mm. and compete against their white and blues. And we saw that our white and blues actually did fairly well. Yeah. Like we weren't that far, far we behind. We weren't that far school, behind. Yeah. Which I think ultimately that's one of the reasons why RP did it. I don't know if that's, if he would, but I think that's one of the reasons why he did it. However, it gave us a vast amount of hell yeah. Like yeah. we're in this. Morale like, was good. Yeah. So, so, and I, and I know the answer to this, but I, I think this is important for guys like myself and, and the, the whites and the blues and the purples that are at integrity now. Um, you know, when you think of our gym compared mm-hmm. to say the big, the big guys, yeah. you know, the, the Alliance, the At- oh, was it Atos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um, you know, 10th planet, you know, mm-hmm. I know they're no key, but, yeah. um, all these big guys, I mean, I, I, it seems like we're, in line as far as skill level oh yeah if not above well, well it, it's um so everybody's also getting better yeah. as we're trying to get better over the years so yeah. it, it is kind of like we're always Chasing. knocking on the door yeah but again we're still a very young yeah. academy yeah, they, the, the, the gap is getting smaller they yes. have a room full of yeah. world-class competitors yeah and that's that's the biggest difference is all those big academies is the depth of talent. You know, we might have one really good person at that weight class at that belt that can compete with anybody in their room at that weight class at that belt. The difference is they've got five or six guys. You know, and the struggle with, like, especially Sam and Simon, you know, they're they're light. They're 45s and 55s, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's those two are really the only – you know, purple and now into brown belt, 45 and 55ers that we have. Yes. You know, so they don't have another a room full of training partners. If you go to Atos or Alliance, they have a room full of purple and brown belts at 45 and 55 that they get to roll with each other all the time. Now, are Sam and Simon competitive with those guys? Yeah. They've, he, they beat a, a lot of those guys. They, 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 they are Well, not to mention they have world champion instructors. World champion instructors, yeah. yeah. So, and, and the room that they have, is there's so much depth there. You know, Sam and Simon have beat guys out of those academies at their belt levels. And they've lost, us, lost matches to them. But we don't have the depth and the, yeah. how, how the multitude of talent that those schools have. Because we're so new. We well, are still building, and it. tribe itself is very new. Yeah, yep. like it's still growing However, itself. Once we get the guys to break through, yeah. once we get the guys to break, win in Atlanta Open, win an ADC trial or something like mm-hmm. that, it is going to be more. It's going to be pushed to mm-hmm. the levels even more. We're yeah, going yeah. to have a breakthrough. Yes, yeah. we're going to. It's yeah. going to happen. We yeah, see we will have we'll have a world champion at Integrity. We yes. we are we are we are we are we are getting closer and closer and closer yeah. and closer. However, once we get that first Atlanta Open, like mall, like we get win a gi and no gi, um, it's going to open the floodgates. Yeah, we just have to break that ceiling yes. and all. And if we can, if, if we haven't shown anything, we've absolutely shown that we can endure. We'll show up. <laughs> we will show up. We will endure. We will show up again. Yeah, <laughs> we will keep going, buddy. We are here for the longer. We ain't going nowhere. Well, I mean, I w- I thought it was kind of interesting last week at Open Map. Or not? I'm sorry. What? It wasn't last week. It was July fourth. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And we had what ten or twelve guys show up from a couple different schools, various yeah. gyms, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. different schools. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. You know, and and I rolled with, um, I don't know, three other blue belts mm-hmm. that were 
<laughs> almost half my age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I I hung with them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they didn't they Absolutely. Didn't, they didn't maul me. And that's what that's what we that's that's kind of where we are now is you know, at, at one point when we moved out of the, out of the garage into the 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 next, next door, door, moved next door, the the competitive guys were were Cody, you know, Kyle competed a lot. I didn't compete a lot, but like three or four guys Evan Green. Uh, yeah, three or four guys that competed. Yeah. Right, and those guys would, would, white would win, you know, at at the you know purple belt, brown belt, and black belt. Mm-hmm. You know, Evan Green was still just coming into a blue belt. But the, the the higher those were the only three guys at that those upper belts that competed and won anything. So so we didn't have anybody. We and then we had a slew of still, white, still undefeated at brown belt no gi. Yeah, so we had a there. slew of white <laughs> and blue belts, and Evan Green was a piece of that. You know, Evan Green was there. Simon was there. Well, Sam was there. That that competed a lot at that white and blue. But we only we had three really upper belts that competed. That's it. And now we've got we're we're to the point now where we've got quite a bit more. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, Evan Green came to us from DefCon. He was mm-hmm. there for six months. Was going to the lunch class and was getting mauled and destroyed every day. What we were originally when we first started Integrity. Mm. That's what was happening to him. Mm-hmm. He came to me. He's like, I want to learn jiu-jitsu. He came to lunch class and the evening class every day. And he learned jiu-jitsu. And now that some bitch can whip he's, my he's ass. He's good. That on boy wheels. can whip my ass. Yeah. You know? He's good. And uh, he's he stuck with it. We, we changed our focus more to teaching jiu-jitsu. Rather than just mauling everybody, just yeah. trying to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> trying to prove our good. How well, good. we we were we were growing up, you know. Yeah. And it, it's it's something that I thank these guys for, because I could see expanding the gym, but you can't expand the gym if you don't have the people. Right. The and, way- and started getting a kids program started. You know, Kyle mm-hmm. was a big piece of getting a kids yeah. program started when we went next door. You know, and, and all these the, the parents and, and things now that. That, that what you have, look, we had six chairs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. six chairs, yeah. and, and most of them you know, couldn't couldn't sit and watch a class. Well, you know, so it's really to tell you how much we changed, Jeff. We had a young man come into our gym that is severely autistic. His name's Justin. His handler's name's Tommy. When he mm-hmm. came into the gym, it was at the at the next door mm-hmm. when we moved next door. And this young man is still with us today. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he is a blue belt in jujitsu. And if you don't know jujitsu, you better protect your neck. Yeah, that boy is coming at you. <laughs> yeah, um, right. it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. However, it is the most proud, the most emotional blue belt I've ever given in my life. That blue, that young man has gone through more for his blue belt than anybody on this that I know of personally. Yeah. The other thing is, is we had the time, the patience, and the love to teach him. If that young man would have been dropped off in the warehouse, that young man would have never. Uh, been, no, no, they he, never would, he wouldn't have stayed. No. He wouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't handle they it. They never would have even considered it if it was in the shop. Yep. Like Just it, the atmosphere in itself. It, it, it would have been. Yeah. The fact that we had guys that were all, and Mark mentioned this on, on a prior podcast, the fact that we all cumulatively talk and speak and ideas aren't crushed um ideas are openly discussed like what about this and what about that and you know cody's better here and kyle's better here and mark um hey guys i won't be able to teach for a while i got a i got a i got a family thing going on um 
we openly discuss everything in the hopes that it benefits the gym in the long run. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, the reality is, is moving into that that next door to the next door to the garage. What that was the true. That's a uh, that's giving integrity a haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we gave it a shower. We cut its hair. Yeah. We dressed it up. We put well, a we pot, bought, bought new it, clothes maybe. on it. Yeah, bought new clothes for it. You know, and we actually got a, a program. We yeah. a, a, next yeah. door we had our first program. Yeah, that where we could take somebody from white belt, get them to blue belt, progress them up, get them ready for competitions, and that's where we really started to see a lot of us competing a lot yeah you know as as a gym not just you know a few of the upper belts competing but as a gym our white belts our blue belts competing a lot you know was in that next door competing a lot kids competing a lot a lot lot of a lot of competition we still have the kids still out compete the adults yeah all the time still to this day and and we we went so yeah Yeah, we went uh but jeff's competing in the next one right yeah yeah. Okay. Good job, Jeff. Thanks for giving us the heads up on that Blue one. Bell. Yes. <laughs> so we we went and, and really started uh, started like that's where our reputation and I feel like if anything, you know, integrity has a reputation of that that we are not afraid of any competition anywhere. We'll we'll compete. We'll we'll go somewhere and we'll compete. We'll we'll put it on the mat. Our guys will from white belt on. That next door spot is really where that was born. You know that where we would compete. Any if there was a competition out there, we would have some. We would go do it. Shoot, we'd go four hours away. Four hours yeah, away. We some did, of the best times. Some ever. of the, yeah. <laughs> so we started competing and traveling some to compete. There was a, a really small promotion up in Crossville, Tennessee. Oh, we uh, talked about them, buddy. Yeah. Maybe, so we yeah we've we talked about them. So there was, <laughs> it was an opportunity. We shit all over him. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> screw you, DJ Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, buddy. I'm still missing my rash guard. Yeah, I don't have my rash guard either. <laughs> Sam's missing rash guards and shorts. The whole we Southeast never, is missing rash guards. We, over we here. never got our prize money for for. Every yeah, list. I forgot about the prize money. Yeah, bro. is this where Sam Dick. stopped to talk to the two girls? No, no, no. no that, that was, was just well, a no, tournament. Listen, random every, AGF. Every tournament. Yeah, this, was okay. <laughs> this was where the girl True in the that. charger pulls up and picks Sam up from the Zaxby's. Where we were at before That's we what competed, it was. four That's hours, and away. then dropped him, dropped him off at the at the venue a couple hours later. I'll be back. That's what he told Play us at a Zaxby's, at a random listen, Zaxby's, listen. random Zaxby's in Crossville, Tennessee. <laughs> Sometimes you got to cut weight. Weight got to cut weight. You got to cut weight. He was I mean, already you know, got to get your head right. Yeah, it was it was more level setting at that point. Right? <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! But those were some really good times. Man, though, man. Such three and a half hour Heath, drive. Heath Langford. Evan, yeah, Green, Evan Green, all of us competing on a stage. He about threw a guy off the stage. Yeah, all of us competing on a stage, and they're letting us sit next to each other while we're competing. Oh, the yeah. jokes and the and the this the, is this might be the, those trips might be the beginning of Cam and the Rev. Cam and the Rev. I think so, I would say so. Yeah, the, those trips might so. might be the very beginning. Look, y'all, y'all, y'all have only seen the top of the ice, like. We ain't even done commentary yet. No. If you go back and oh. look at uh, the Battle of the Blues at oh, Integrity, God, which predates hilarious. NFC's Battle of the Blues, just yeah. want to point that out, yeah. Obloss. <laughs> that yeah, we, you stole you it, Obloss. <laughs> trademark, <laughs> trademark and trademark. Listen to the commentary on there and tell oh, me this. Oh, God, it's gold. Freaking gold. We, we, and we started commentary and this back and forth sitting in the seats <laughs> at at a uh, Indo Invitational uh, watching guys compete in this theater, which was an, is an awesome setting, just cool little setting. 
right? Kyle and I were doing quote unquote commentary, which is really just talking crap about these terrible we people that were doing jujitsu. We were talking so much shit. And Jeremiah Bowman, shout out Jeremiah. Shout Bowman. out to Jeremiah Shana and Ar- his calves. Yeah, <laughs> Joker's got some calves. Each bro. one of them is a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got little baby Jesuses on his on his legs. Just midgets wrestling around. Bro, we were sitting there. Kyle and I were just chopping it up. You know, doing commentary about. The jiu-jitsu matches that were happening and jeremiah is loose we didn't know him we didn't know this guy at all no. he, he trains at 10th planet in in tennessee and he turns around to us in the middle he says you guys are freaking hilarious yeah i, I want to be friends with y'all you guys are hilarious he's a you yeah and we were just it was just us we, we, we were just doing just what we, doing what we do. do what I, any of us would do sitting around the mat we had a quartet match oh my it god was four of us yeah. and then we had uh, little Thor, big Thor, whatever. Fat, Thor, fat, fat Thor. Thor. Fat Thor so at the time. I go in there and I knee cut a guy and I get to his back. When I get to his back, I'm in a 10-minute match and I'm <laughs> 105 years old. I'm tired as shit. So I get to his back and Kyle and Mark are standing there like, so when are you going to choke him? <laughs> and literally, I don't have any feelings. He's having like, like muscle atrophy like, in his I, arms. I'm squeezing <laughs> so hard holding him. this guy's back because in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to ride it out. We'll both be out and then we're up. we're up two to one. Yeah. So I'm holding this guy, and they're like, you need to fucking choke this guy. Dave, come on, buddy. And I'm like, listen, Mark. I look at Mark. I'm like, I can't feel my hands. (laughs) He's like... That's not a fucking excuse. I can see your hands moving. Like, Dave, your hands are moving. That's Stick not a excuse. Your hands like, in his throat. So I look at I look at Kyle and Mark. Mark never cusses, but Mark says, "You got your hands." I can see him moving. So I look at Kyle, hoping, and Kyle just goes, "What he said." <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking to each other the whole entire time while we're rolling. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was some of the most fun. Those Crossfield, those, those are you know that that's Breck Steele and I had a match up yeah. there. Did you yeah. choke him? No, we, no. we got. I he literally both went out. Yeah, Put it both this way. went out. Um, I have, and I didn't realize I had this. I have some severe competition anxiety, so I can get to good positions, but I I gassed out a lot. I did not have good showings. Not until the last match that we had at the NFC. Um. Did I just give away everything and let the coaches tell me what to do? Okay. I was just like, all right, coaches, you tell me what to do. I always wanted to do my own shit. Dave would get to a spot, and then it's like somebody turned the lights off, (laughs) and nobody was home anymore. It was like Sal. You looking at him? Yeah, hey, but hey, he's hey, in a position. Hey, yeah, but hey, he's in a position. No, I know my right and left. No, he's in a position, but he's looking at you, and he you're you're telling him to do something, and he's just he's just like he'll nod, he'll nod like up and down, like yeah. I was like, but they, hey, bro, you ain't moving. But now, can, yeah. we, can we do this? And, and it he, was, he'll go. It was, it was, it was, an, yeah. it was paralysis by analysis. Yeah, and, and, oh, but yeah. he was like locked down. Like he would lock down in spots. Nothing like I yeah. was in the gym either. No, was, nothing in no, the gym. No. He did it in stand up in, in one match where he just like locks up collar grip, collar sleeve grip with this guy, and he's like, that's it. He's just like. Like <laughs> shut down, and there he is. There's like frozen, locked Froze. up. It's like Dave, hey, hey, buddy, gotta go. Hey, gotta go. Can we go? And Can we move? The funny Low thing off was, balance, foot in, sweep. In my stand-up career, I never did that. Um, in jujitsu, it just my mind got in this. In the last time, uh, the last match I had, I was like, all right, I'm. You guys are. I trust them for everything else in my life. Why not trust him with this? Yeah. yeah. If I don't, I'm not having good results. So I mean, I'm just shitting the bed. So I said, everybody else trusts him. I'm gonna try. And I just I I went. What do you want me to do? And I did it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was probably the easiest match of my career. Yeah, it went yeah. great. 
You know, it's funny, though, as I sit here and listen to this story, because I've never heard any of this, you know, talking about the origins of, yeah. of, of how this started all the way back to episode one and DEFCON and, and all that dark ugliness. And then here we are today. And I think about last weekend mm-hmm. having all those integrity people to the house. Yeah. And having the kids out there on the slip and slide. And, you know, you got this smattering of people that otherwise would have probably never crossed paths. Right. Um, no. You know, no, I think no, no. about totally my, different. Well, my, and I tell you, if, you know, it's just awesome. Everybody I mean, keeps trying to do the right thing, which is what basically this whole thing has been yeah. based on. And that'll keep growing. The other, yeah. The yeah, other, that'll keep growing. The other thing is every female that wasn't there was here. Mm-hmm. Every one of the females that's on our gym is safe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. We have the Carrollton Police Department at our gym. Mm-hmm. We have multiple officers from multiple different areas. And the times where any of them didn't feel safe, it was handled. It was yeah. handled the right way. Because yes. we're trying Quickly. to do the right thing. No matter and no matter what, and no that's who the, it was. No matter you, what, and the it's situation it's was. it's to a damn like it's tough. It's it's, it's tough to try to hold up to that man. You know, a girl felt uncomfortable with another person. It was handled that minute. Yeah, yeah. The way it should be. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's all I personally ever wanted. Absolutely. You know, and the reality is, is that I, out of all the hurt, all the pain, what I see now under Kyle, is everything I could have dreamed of. Sure. Like Kyle has drew, made my dream come true. When I was owner of the gym, and and people don't understand this, when I was owner of the gym, I had a full time other job. Um, I had a family. Um, I had a bunch of stuff that I had to do. My son was playing travel ball and baseball, and anybody that knows travel baseball, they know that game. Um, I was to the gym, to work, home. To the gym, to the work, home. Competitions. I was at the competitions. MMA mm-hmm. fights. I was at MMA fights. I as soon as the, the as soon as it was over, I was gone. Now, I'm going to your house to have a few beers yeah. and talk to people. Yeah, we're we're getting together at pubs and in Villa Rick as a, as a family. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is no other way. If this wasn't done the way right way, it would never be this way. Mm-hmm. And I believe God gives to those that that do right. That's that's my philosophy on it. Um, we are doing. We are helping people live a better. And, and I mean, a more fun life, just a better, more fulfilled life. Look, the, those those Crossville, Tennessee tournaments, <laughs> and we probably did five or six trips up there, them, six of them up there. Between the Crossville and Tenacity in Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, or not, was uh, it Cleveland? Tracy City. Tracy City. Tracy yeah, City. At Chatt- uh, Battle, Battle Mountain. Battle Basically, Mountain. Yeah, Battle, everything between Chattanooga, Tracy cool. City, those and were- Crossville. Man, that, those, so many those trips days, to Tennessee. So much fun. <laughs> I, I beg to go to, like, Pensacola. Or yeah, Gulf Shores. No, 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 we no, went no, no. fucking we did Tennessee, Tennessee every time. It was beautiful. In the middle of nowhere, it was cold. I don't even like the cold. fucking mountains. It's beautiful. Yeah, but I get those were some of those trips. It was great. Some of those pictures that you you <laughs> see like on on Heath it Langford on Heath Langford's you know social media, Evan Green, Sam social media, might be even some back on Integrity social media of us, all, the group of us all up there. Yeah. You know, we were, we'd roll up there three and a half hours away, 10, 12, 15 people. Yep. 
TJ TJ Ward competed. Murdered child. Broke a child's arm. arm. Was that not the troll? No, no, it wasn't the rock troll. It wasn't the rock troll. No, it was somebody out of. Yeah, it could have been. It was like a rock troll's cousin. Wouldn't tap to a. Kimura, right? Yes. Wouldn't tap to a Kimura. DJ, it pops. Clearly pops. Clearly DJ broke. comes off. He's like, dude, I broke it. I broke I it. Like, yeah, yeah, we know. I, like we he, know was, he was getting ready to puke. It was like <laughs> this panic. I think I broke a kid's arm. I think I broke his arm. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, we yeah. didn't sugarcoat it. Like, TJ, you no, definitely, you broke, definitely broke, broke, his broke his arm. He broke his arm. <laughs> yeah, Somebody should have put a child in there. We busted TJ's <laughs> balls about that. Still to this day, we'll talk to TJ. When, when he was on the mat the other day, he came back this week when he was yeah. on the mat. I was like, please don't break any kid's arm. <laughs> <laughs> and all that, you know, all the, all the, the, uh, the learning curve on like figuring out the, the pre comp Sam stuff. That was all Crossville, Tennessee. Long you know, I, I, listen, baby. the uh, side story. Yeah. Sam was learning lapel guards. Oh yeah. Went up to Crossville with the intention of just using a lapel guard. That a guy that was way more experienced than him, MMA and, and Sam worm guarded his ass. Yeah, like, uh, wrapped him up, wrapped him up like a mummy, and then submitted him. Yep. It was it was like uh, Sam's usually really low or super super high. Yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> this was above super high. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. This it was, ain't the one that went viral, is it? No, that's no, not the wrist that lock. Like that a, that was a AGF. AGF yeah. Columbus. This no, this, it, this is out there. It's a, it's a it's worm beautiful. guard into uh, into a sweep, into mount, into like an, an overhead arm bar. sweep. Yeah, overhead uh, yeah. sweep. Into, it was, into an arm bar. It was to watch it and to know this young man that we all you know grew up with pretty much. 11, yeah, 12, for sure. To watch him perform, he was performing like a like a grown ass man with a child. With yeah. and but the other guy was a grown man. Yes, the, that other guy strong. Like got off the mat and said, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> he, he's like, "What is that?" And Sam said, "Hey man, have you ever heard of uh, Keenan Cornelius?" And he's like, "No, I don't. Who is who is that?" He's like, "Oh, let me. Sh- yeah, here, here. Yeah, that, this is it. Watch. Hold that. Educate yourself. That that's that's the match. Uh, it doesn't. It's it's only about a minute long." <laughs> but that guy came off the mat and he's like, "What was that?" It seems like it's, it's worm guard. I you think know. I was the most out of shape for a match at the Crossville, Tennessee matches. Oh, <laughs> I think I have, I was the most out of shape jumping on, uh, on court the court set. You oh, sub, you sub both of those I guys sub, in like ten yeah, seconds. That's all I had. I was like, yeah, they're it was that, yeah, that was that scene. was the game plan going into it. Was Kyle's like, you know, I gotta get this over quick. Guys. I, I, I got <laughs> nothing, guys. I got no yeah, gas. Got this was December. Ten, ten I don't compete in December. No, <laughs> don't. That's, that's no season, isn't it? Yeah, we, we jump well, it on now, it. but then I just took out bottles of our scotch between our <laughs> November and Christmas. Yeah, our quartet <laughs> at the time was was you know, me, you, Dave. You know, you weren't training to compete. I don't think I was training to compete. Well, my um, brown belt was like my injury belt. You yeah. know, it's funny than this is he has that same look on his face, like oh, bro, he's had that look almost since like he was I'm 12. just I'm bored. Like, yeah. <laughs> where's, where's the chicks? Yeah, no, it's. Oh, don't think he wasn't staring into the crowd. No, he was Absolutely. looking. He was trying to find them. Well, I mean, hell, open mat on the fourth. He was out here. I was laughing at him because he's rolling with some, I don't know, some brown belt kid. I don't know, Keegan, uh, Keegan yeah. Hamilton. And, Shout out to Rolling And Bandit. so he's Shout rolling with him, guys. and literally during the match, he's like fixing his hair. Yeah. He's over and he's like, Yeah, that's Sam. Yeah, that's Sam. And, 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 and winning the roll. Yeah. He's winning the round, winning like, the matches. Sam. It's, 
the reality is is that and and where integrity kind of split in there those kids became all of our kids sure um and we had kaylee um kaylee's no longer with us Teenage girls tend to do teenage Yeah, she girls. didn't die. She just, yeah. she's, you know, she's just a teenage girl. Yeah, teenage girls tend to do teen, teenage girl things. But Kaylee, Kaylee was a cold-blooded killer as a child. Um, she was our first integrity gold medal Atlanta Open winner. Mm-hmm. Destroyed the poor girl she went to, went against. Like, it was... Um, I hope and pray sometime in the future when she when she gets a little older and out on her own that she comes back to jujitsu. It doesn't have to be with us, but she is she, that girl is a cold blooded murderer when it comes to jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. And, and that that family atmosphere, Jeff, that you were talking about, that you you see like at the NFC the last time when when Dave competed and and Everett and the guys were on there and Sam competed, where you know we kind of roll in deep and and everybody supports everybody. All that was born out of that next door gym and, and those Crossville, For Tennessee sure. times. Because we would roll up there, all of us together. It was all about just learning and getting better and being, you know, being together and, and just competing, and and that we were going to show up for each other, and, and that's where we kind of really all got got it and 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 built those that core belief of of what we are as a comp, uh, competition gym, and that's where you see today. You know, when when one of us goes, we all go. Usually, yeah. you know, if there's especially if it, if it's just something that that's planned and, and a bigger man, we're we're all there. We're we're all competing. We're all there supporting. Well, you know, consistently it, it for years a, now. If you if you see integrity at an at a tournament, you see the same guys yeah, coaching all. It's been me, Dave, and Mark coaching. 20 kids across oh, the mat bro. using the purple belts back and yeah. forth trying to, you know, trying scramble to get everybody. Like, you take that corner, those two mats down there. I'll take these two. You know, Kyle, but, you got those two over there. Before the bad moms existed, you had Michelle, you yeah. know, Isaac and Dunn's, uh, Isaac and Gordon's mom. You know, we had the other moms yeah. like Gordon's bringing going us to the Atlanta, I mean, to the uh, Atlanta world. Pans next, and, yeah. And, and it's kind of exciting to think about, you know, I, I'm kind of a visionary and mm-hmm. I look down the road and I think, okay. I, all I can think about is ten years down yeah. the road, and what is this going to be ten oh, years man. from now? You, you have I, I don't think you got to keep doing uh, the right thing. Yeah, reality that it has to be done but right, if, but I but don't if, think there's another way we can do it. But if you keep doing the right thing, yeah. however, you've got these guys coming up like like, and I go from Isaac to yeah. Gordon, yeah. Well, all the way down a, to your kids. Here's I the mean, thing: I think Isaac will probably wash out. Um, Gordon, if his health stays, Gordon will stay because Isaac wants something different. Isaac wants to fly planes and do all that stuff. Um, I hope he stays in it, and he he'll stay in it. I think he'll stay he'll in it, doing, but he just won't be the competitor. Yeah, um, it'll take it'll take but, that gap, uh, uh, and he'll it'll circle back around to it. But it'll it'll come around, and um, the reality is is that we have the kids that we have right now. Um, I see possibly two or three, probably five Atlanta Open winners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a medalist, two or three meddling in the pants. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the reality is, is that we're getting more kids. Mm-hmm. When you get more kids, you're going to have a better room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rising, and you start building that yep. depth. You know, that depth that we talked about that those main academies have, mm-hmm. you know, we're starting to build that depth in our kids yeah, absolutely. Our, our our kids group and our sure. our fundamental group and, be- and that is looking the, at the long term and nice. we do endure and you do have to look that you do have to play the long game because not only just that but you've got 
you know, some of our teenagers, not necessarily our young kids from back then, but like the teenagers are now going, they're in their early 20s and they're hitting their browns and they're helping coach yep. and they're doing all this stuff. Yeah. And we're, we're all still building. We're adding, you know, we just added, um, you know, another black belt in yeah. Austin. And honestly, when you go from Louise to Austin to, to, to jump ahead of that, like you're going to have, it's, it's a much higher standard going from Louise yeah. to Austin to whoever's next. Also, like, there's going to be more gyms that are going to open up in Carrollton. It's going to happen. They ain't never coming out here. Yeah, they will. They Eventually they will. We're going to grow. But here's the thing. When they come, we're going to be ready. We're, our competition, you think it's competitive now? It's going to whoop. It's going to skip up. It's going to skip up a level. And But competition breeds success. Especially, yeah, maybe, maybe not in some other types of people. In these type of people, you can guarantee. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you've got, you're, you're, you've got some 20 and 30-year-olds that are your blues and purples in this gym that are extremely competitive. Yes. That, you know, they, they want to be the best, and they, and they are diehard mm-hmm. integrity. Yes. You know, they're – Well, and what's, yeah. what's changed now, which not to not – Shout out, don't leave, y'all. Don't leave. If it does open up, don't leave. <laughs> I'll remember you if I can. If I can. <laughs> I'll see you at Local Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to skip over, like, the gym next door or anything, but, like, what you're seeing now um, out of a lot of those guys is independently they are starting to hold each other accountable. Yes. And then that trickles down because they're, I mean, they're doing privates with the competition kids, you know, so they kind of see the examples being set. And yeah, and it's it's not it's not us anymore. You know, it's not just on the black belts to hold, you know, no, anyone accountable. They're taking they're they're, they're holding each other accountable, yes. and then they're they're helping hold the kids accountable. And then now you're you're seeing kids hold other kids accountable. Mm-hmm. And we're over you know? there going, "Are y'all on it?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, we got, like, it. No, okay. we got it, we got it, we got it. It's all right, we well, got it. Time to work. It's like, Let's okay, go. yeah, and, and we're good." So then you know, taking us back to that next door spot. You know, we started, we filled up down there. Yeah. We, we started getting filled full, up. Mm-hmm. you know. We, we couldn't fit any more parents to watch their kids. Right, yeah. And I think that's extremely important. As a parent, yeah. if my son is rolling on the mat with an adult, I have to see it. And that that's because of what we've been through. Mm-hmm. You understand? If there's any, there's going to be what I'm doing if I'm not going to do it in front of you, it means I'm up to no good. So I'm going to do it where everybody can see it. And there was people peeking around corners. And there was people, oh, people so trying to get tough. on the mat. It was yeah, so it there was, was parking. Yeah. We didn't have any no, parking. Not enough parking. Trying to get people park so, between now. Heather's yeah. and, and Integrity. The parking so was a nightmare. My, we were my, locking locking other businesses up. Yeah. My good my good friend had a place at, at where the Integrity is now, and he said, "Hey, man, we got a, we got a bunch of room." We'll take y'all. So I came up here and I said, "Oh, this is a lot of fucking work." <laughs> and it was it's it was way bigger. Yeah, and where we are now is way bigger than yeah. what we, we needed, were next door. We needed more mats. We had, it was going to be another big investment. You know, so of mat space of, of and also putting it all together. And also the mat space. I I was like, man, we're right in the midst of of COVID. Yeah. COVID hit. COVID hit, we and were, we yeah. were in the next door. We were, yes, yeah. That's where yes. that's where COVID hit in 2019. So I'm like, man, how am I going to do this? How am I going? I'm like, just uh, I need to move. I need to, um, and I, I didn't know what to expect. So I just talked to Heather. I was like, I think I'm going to move to a bigger space. And Heather was getting hurt by COVID because 
she owns a dance studio, and a lot mm-hmm. of those dance parents are very. Uh, I had, we're all, of, I, I had the type of parents get these kids out of my house. <laughs> yeah, we, we sweat in each we're other's hurt. eyeballs. Yeah, yeah we were dying. We were going to catch COVID. We were going to catch. It was going to be my knee. We're, we're fine. When, when <laughs> I when I when I talked about, it, I was like, man, I just need to take a little money out. I need to get some money to to buy. I need to get mats and foam pads, and we need to raise the mats up. So, thank thankfully, Trump had the uh, the um, COVID money. And I got a little bit Small from my business stuff. from from mm. my chiropractic business, and I got a little bit for my for my gym business. I actually combined the two. I don't know how legal or not legal that is. We'll bleep that out. And I uh, I <laughs> I bought I bought all the mats, all the cushioning, all the all the plywood and everything. Plywood was actually affordable back then. Oh. Um, and Britt Fike, one of our members, oh, yeah. helped me helped me do it. If it wasn't awesome. for Britt, it wouldn't. And we went from like. 500 square foot of mat to yeah. 1,200 square foot of mat mm. in less than two weeks. There you go. Yeah. And I sat back and just watched the mat fill up. And it was it was around that time that, that Dave really started. You know, he mentioned it, I think, in episode one about, you know, if anybody, he, he sold the gym to anybody that it wanted to be Kyle. It was around that time where we were at Next Door that, that those conversations started happening more where not necessarily conversation, but Dave would 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 talk about it more. It's like, look, guys, at some point I want to sell this to Kyle. At some point I want this to be Kyle's. Planning, you to know, see I, planning I don't, I don't want trying this. To rope him well, in. I do <laughs> remember you saying more than once, like you don't know it, but you're going to buy the gym. Yeah, and and well, the reality <laughs> was is that um, at the at when we were next door to the garage, when we were next door, I had an elbow surgery and two knee surgeries. Yeah, um, and I was like, man, I I knew that I couldn't hold up. Like yeah. you, you start to see your mortality. He can't, yeah, he came to me multiple times. I was like, Mark, I can't do this forever. You know, I can't do this. Somebody else is going to take this. I can't do this. Either. And, and he's like, the only person I ever want to take it is Kyle. Kyle's the only one that I ever want. So as we m- made this move, you know, Dave, Dave made the move out here to where we are, to our current location, you know, put the, you know, the not quite all of what we have, but the jump to that 1,200 square foot of mat space, you know, immediately, at, you know, still really technically in COVID, um, you know, coming just had this lockdown. huge come out of lockdown, yeah. right? Where we weren't supposed to be locked down anymore. <laughs> I don't know what you I know. blew my knee out of lockdown. What, I don't know yeah, what there, yeah, that picture. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it, it, actually, that picture. I got a couple more bone spurs in lockdown. That that picture is so. You, I, you, you, we know that that picture is your uh, your contact photo on my. Is that right? Yeah, on my That's phone. That's what you did to me. So I shared. So as we were going out of town yesterday, I was like, "Hey, you're right. Do you have Kyle's number in case you know something happens? You guys can call him. You know, while we're gone, he's he's right down the road." And he's like, "Yeah, I don't think I've got his number. Here's here, I'll share his contact with you." So I shared the contact. Your eyes like, what is this picture? <laughs> And it's the picture of Dave yanking on Kyle's leg as Kyle just blew his knee out. Dave's trying to like pull I've on. I've heard it. this story. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dave well, pulling, we, I used to be able to pop it back and it'd be fine, but it was gone. That was picture. <laughs> so your eyes like, why is this his contact picture? I, I said it's a long story. Joy, joy, just pure joy. I'm immediately changing your contact picture to that to one the, where your bow choke, the bow yeah. choke picture. I'm immediately yeah. changing that. Yeah, bro. We. Uh, but that's that's those those conversations are starting to take place yeah, as we came out of next door now, and, and moved up here on on the front of the road right here. On now, coincidentally, so, we were all coming out of knee surgeries. Yeah, so yeah, we, I was. Yeah, start, I, it was it was a thing with black belts to to get and carry jokes with with me about it. 
uh, about that's why she doesn't want to train because in order to get your black belt, you have to have a knee surgery. Mm-hmm. So like right around my black belt, I, I I blew my knee out actually about two months before I got my black belt and just was stubborn and would not stop training until I got my black belt. Well, and that's that's an important to to mention, and I know it's backtracking a bit, no. guys, but it's important to mention like during the next door days, yeah, you know. With the affiliation, yeah, with, with RP, affiliation. Yep. Dave got his. Dave got his black belt. Got his black belt. Right. Amazing R- time. R- Boom. R- RP, bless me. We're in I mean, there, right? Yeah. And then um, about a year later, uh, Cody, Cody, got, Cody his, got his, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, then Cody had some, some injury. There was some the, cost at the way yeah. we were training. Yeah. The but. blessing, the blessing of this, and people don't really understand, is RP gave me my black belt, and I said, I didn't know how to get other people their black belts. Like, that's mm-hmm. always been my goal. So I don't, what am I going to go up and say, RP, you know, this guy deserves a black belt, and this guy deserves a black belt. So the way I did, with Cody, I went up to RP, and I said, hey, listen, Cody's been training with you a lot. What do you think about his him getting a black belt? RP looked at me, he's like, what do you think about him getting his black belt? And I was like, hmm. Shit. I uh, really, really wasn't expecting that question. I was like, I just got out-talked by a guy. That he, went full, just, he went full Jesus. Yeah, he answered like, a question like, with a question. I was like, he, he like just, wait, what? I was like, he just, Portuguese Jesus. He just, better, he just better English to a guy that speaks English as his first language. And I said, well, I, I think Cody's about time. He's like, well, that's enough. Yeah. Because if you tell me a guy is gets their black needs their black belt you get it you tell and that me. dave that's that just speaks so much volumes Absolutely. to rp but that's also exactly to you what I was but to you and, and rp's respect towards you Absolutely. that you earned from him yep that, yeah. that if you would say yeah R- rp i think this guy is ready for his black belt that he trusts your character and your right. judge of character and your judge of, judge of of who a person is to say that's not that's not you putting the black belt on Cody. That's RP putting his name out there. Yes, that Cody Heller 100%. is an RP black belt because he trusts you that yeah. much. That's right. I, I that's I, right. And and that and with Kyle now, Kyle has that same weight. It's a weight. It's a mm-hmm. weight on your shoulders. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I love the way Kyle takes that weight. Like it's it's a major deal for somebody to to trust you enough. Well, and it's like you said, I, I lean on all y'all too, man. Like, it, it's a collective effort. Without it, I, it's that's a lot of weight. But getting Cody, getting Kyle, getting Mark, and, and the funny thing is, is with getting Cody his black belt, that was literally a test black belt too. I knew he deserved it. I knew he worked yeah. hard and he trained hard. But I, I, I was just, how the hell is this going to work? Mm, right. Then who better to get their black belts together than than cam and the rev they got their black belts together um and i think it it literally it shows everything that this gym is yeah um the reality is is that once that started to roll rp when we were going to their school and training and doing seminars and stuff like that rp started our seminar regimes at the at the next door building Mm -hmm. with how to break a closed guard that's was mm. his first seminar for us was how to break a closed guard. Mm. The last seminar was entering into single X from standing. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you the amount that he's that we've built. One leg X. Yeah, one, one, leg, one X. leg X. Yep. <laughs> the, if that doesn't tell you how far he trusts us and how far we've come, yeah. we're going from breaking a closed guard mm-hmm. to entering standing into a one leg one X. Leg. <laughs> one leg X. <laughs> uh, <laughs> single leg. You know, and, and to me, no one, possibly me, Mark, and Kyle are the only ones that think about that. Yeah. But if people on the mat knew how far how this far we've came, oh, 
and and that brings me nothing but joy. Yeah. And that's, that's guys, that's only been within the last what seven, eight years, seven, eight years, eight ish yeah. years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine yeah. ten years from now. No, it, it's it's crazy to to think, and and that's the cool thing about doing these these last two episodes. Kyle's membership's going to be going up by that point, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We stay competitive in our pricing here at <laughs> Kyle needs to, Kyle needs to feed <laughs> himself, y'all. <laughs> yeah, doing, I mean, I'm these, just figuring it's going to pay off one day. Guys. Doing well, these last story. two episodes. I mean, was it Thursday so night? Awesome. Thursday yeah. night, I, I looked at Kyle and I said, dude, here we are. It's like, what, July? Yeah. It's Thursday night. And I said, look at all these people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This year has it's been the packed. first year. Uh, that it I could ever remember that we were adding this many people in June and July. Gracious, yeah, it was gyms don't usually, add in the Usually, yeah. yeah, usually it's like, all right, it's chill time. Or, you yeah, know, vacation, go vacation, go fishing. No know. kids. Because the, there aren't a lot of competitions. This is something right I mm-hmm. probably haven't said to Kyle. When Kyle took over the gym, and I knew this was for him. Like it, it, Jonathan Collins and I had drank many a margarita up at the local <laughs> Mex uh, talking about Kyle, but there there is nothing but this place going up with him yeah. uh, kyle was not very confident in kyle when kyle first took over the for team. sure um kyle I'm still not completely confident. yeah and, and, that, and that's it's called humble and that's a good thing the reality though is kyle kyle had some things that he just didn't trust in himself the reality is is that the product shows that whatever you're thinking about yourself is not true that's right um what i saw him do with kaylee and Kaylee was his little prodigy yeah. product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kaylee would go in and tear adults' arms off and mm-hmm. young, young teenage boys' arms off. And we're talking a 12-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just all because he cared. Yeah. Literally, he cared. And she listened. She, she, he's, got, he's got two daughters, so he knew how to talk to her. If I yep. talked to her, she would just look at me and cross her eyes and walk away and go <laughs> sit down. Um, but the reality is that's everything that he does in this gym now. You know, we got mats and we got all these people, but there's no other way you could elevate the jiu-jitsu, and that's ultimately what people are paying for. Absolutely. Um, we have uh, Sam and Kyle can sit and talk about um, leg lock entries and all that stuff. I'm old. Uh, that's not in my wheelhouse. I don't even do no gi anymore because of my knees. Yeah, so uh, we, we got out here to Bankhead. We, we added the mat space. Everything started growing. Then we added mat space again. Yes. You know, a year earlier. Well, no, after I bought. Oh, after you bought. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. so added mat space, got to the 1200 and then was that was the point yes. where uh, you sold the gym yes. to Kyle. No, 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 it was no. in reverse. So uh, I bought the gym, and then we added the mat. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. So now, we got to the 1200 here where 1200, we, yeah, where it first like started. 16, yeah. Now. So, and then, yeah, then the, you, sold, you sold the gym to Kyle. Here's the funny thing. You start to get everything going well, and then you decide to sell. So I heard so many rumors for the reason I was selling. Independent had a big talk at their at, the, at one of their open cool match about on. why I sold. Ground and Pound had all these reasons why I sold because the gym wasn't making money because I was you know I was involved in whatever garbage going on. I, I heard a bunch of stuff that was just like not even like actual stuff. It was yeah. just like something shady's going on yes, there. And it's yeah, like, I'm, I'm being yeah. shady. Oh, it has nothing to do with right. Dave's on his eighth knee surgery. Well, no, and, and the reality <laughs> was, the reality is, and, and I, I don't talk about this. It's really none of, no one's business, but to That's hear right. all of the bullshit, like people are actually talking, spending time at jujitsu, trying to, instead of learning jujitsu, talking about why I'm selling the business. My mom, my dad passed away. My mom got diagnosed with lung cancer. 
terminal lung cancer. I had four surgery, uh, three surgeries in four years. Yeah. It was time for me to go to my mom and dad. That's what time it was. Yeah. My mom got sick. She had very limited time. She had less than a year to live. I didn't want to spend that year doing two jujitsu classes a day. I wanted to go home. I needed to go home. I talked to Kyle about it. I said, I'm not pressuring you. If there was no sale to Kyle, there would have been no sale. Period. End of story. I'd have been doing classes, and then I would have closed the gym when I went home for my mom for my mom's funeral. That's the way it would have been. Um, the reality is, is to hear all that bullshit, and it's still going on. Yeah. Everything that I do that I feel like is the right thing to do, it seems like the the, the closer you get to Atlanta, the, the more bullshit and, you and hear. And look, no, yeah. here, here's what here's here's the root of it, and and you listen to part one. It is there's that there's a group of of guys that stayed at DefCon with Uriah and got promoted to black belt very quickly. All the crap that is still talked about integrity to this day comes out of that group of guys. That's their lineage. It's, it's them. Yeah. yeah, that that's that that small group that 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 are you know insecure and undeserving, and they know it. And that's how they they hold on. Hold, I did respond. I did call them out on Instagram and Facebook a couple times. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it, but it, it, regardless, you know, they needed it. regardless, yeah. they needed it. <laughs> that's you're right to hang himself with. So, but but that's all that stuff. It's not like that. W- that integrity has uh, you know a bunch of enemies. You know, we we actually don't have very many <laughs> enemies. Uh, well, as, get along with uh, a lot of we, we get along, and we are we are hashtag Nate Man cross. <laughs> Except Nate Man. <laughs> Hashtag Indo Athletics. Come on, Odyssey. Hashtag Odyssey. Where you at, Where you at Odyssey? Hashtag mm. Bad Apple. Hashtag ah, Bad <laughs> Apple doesn't count. They I was just trying count. to come up with anything. Uh, listen. Uh, no, it's, it's one guy. One but, guy. But one guy. Most yeah, of the claim was look, one guy. He got highlighted. Mac was, Mac was a nice twice. guy. Mac was a nice yep, guy. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Mac was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it, but anyway, from all, all, all that comes, Sean's a good dude. Yeah. All that comes out of, of that that same group, you know, of of, of do nothing motherfuckers, fake black belts who have never competed, never truly earned their black belts, who most of them were given it. To like very underhandedly, not not a true jujitsu way of giving out black belts. Some of them have their own schools. Some of them teach, uh, but they they have nothing. They're, they're not successful schools. They got somebody else bankrolling them, and they've got eight people on their mats. Hey, I told them. I told like I told a few of them right here mm-hmm. <laughs> when they told me don't send the upper belts, but send new white belts. I told them then. I feel bad for all y'all, man. Yeah, I feel bad for y'all. I'd yeah. hate to know. That I, that I got to my yeah. freaking black belt and I didn't deserve it. And furthermore, I got it from a piece of shit, yeah. a piece of shit predator that, that I that, that you and you know. Listen, jokers, you know your black belt's not real. <laughs> Come on, man, you Be know real. it's not real. You know it's not real because you don't ever test it. That's why you know. That's exactly you, you don't right. ever test it. That's you don't exactly compete. Right. You know you, you don't you roll don't, with anything. Other you don't than, roll with don't anything roll with but nothing, other than man. brand new white belts face. from your gym that that you know are safe to roll with. And then you do the, you know, those stereotypes of if you get caught and you stop them in the middle of a submission and say, oh, no, no, go a little bit deeper on, on the choke. You know, that those stereotypes, those are these guys. So the guys that Dave were talking about that, that talk trash about him, you know, anytime he does anything, anytime he sold, when he sold the gym, when he moved the gym, when he did this, when he, anytime any decision Dave has ever made, 
that they talk trash about them, that's where it's coming from. It's not coming from normal people and normal gems. Or if you're it's affiliated those, with people that do. It's, it's coming from those same jokers and, and, not, and them or their little minions that they have that they've – that they have groomed the same way that they were groomed, mm. because because history repeats itself, and maybe not sexually groomed, but no. the same. But you hear the you know, cadence. Giving them, well, you hear the same. Yeah, you're cadence. my champion. People of lack of character. Yeah, well, you're my uh, you're my champion. So here, you know, you're going to you're going to purple belt in two years. You're going from white belt to blue belt to purple belt in two years without ever competing, without ever doing anything, without ever testing your skills, without ever knowing if you you're actually that level or not. You're a purple belt, and you're you're my now my head kids instructor. Yeah. So <laughs> so come on, buddy. You're just doing. You, they're, they're doing just what they were taught. That's all they're doing. They're yeah, doing what they were yeah. given and what they were taught. And, and, hey, man, and we, it's flawed. We bought the same line of bullshit yeah. for. But a look, period of there's time. a better way out there. You know, there's you a just, better way. My um my mom passed away, so I flew home to New Jersey. Was driving from the airport to my hometown, and I rented a. Toyota Tacoma truck so I could put stuff in the back and throw it away and all the stuff that had to be cleaned out. I got a phone call from, I got a message on Messenger from one of the guys from, from a, a gym in town uh, in, uh, in uh, two towns over. The guy calls me and says, I heard you've been talking shit about me. <laughs> and I said, well, in your instance, it's probably true. I don't really like you that much. So the guy's like, well, how about we compete? Um, I'm ready to compete at 205. And I said, well, I said, I'm, I talked to Kyle and Mark. I'm not competing at 205 anymore. Yeah, because you're well, a 185-er. I, I said, I think it'll be a really good match. And I said, like I told you earlier, I don't really give a shit. And, and this is going to my mom's house as she's passed away. And I said, well, I really don't give a shit what you think. You can meet me at 185, and we can roll. And he's like, well, I heard that you said that I, I broke some girl's arm. You did. Yeah, because I remember fucking he, you up for it. He let her. He literally dislocated a girl's shoulder, a uh, hundred and twenty pound girl, and this guy's like two twenty, two thirty. So, I said, "You, you hurt, well, you said I hurt this girl on purpose. You did. You one hundred percent did." He's like, "Well, I roll. I have all these partners, and I'm a good training partner." I said, "Listen, this came right out of your mouth when we used to train together. You said you didn't care if they were a white belt yeah. or a black belt. You were going hard on everybody because it was your roles." Yeah, you I go said, the same with you. everyone. And I said, "If you want to meet me at 185, we can have a combat jujitsu match." Yeah. I said, "We can do whatever you want." Well, I can't make 205. I can't make 185. I said, "I'm sorry. How about 190? Want to meet 190?" Well, we offered to go, go get as fat as you want, yeah, and me and, and Mark will take the match. And I said, we so, offered Matt Holland, Ultra, and I yeah, said, Ultra. go Ultra, and I you said, get one of us. And I said, he's, like, he's like, well, I'm weighing about two twenty five, two thirty. I said, well, Kyle, Kyle will take it tomorrow. Tomorrow, bro. Tomorrow. Well, I don't want Kyle. I think you and I will be a better match. Uh, said, who, who are we talking about? Shannon Proctor. Yeah. Where's he at? Doesn't matter. Um, I've gotten I've gotten several messages from him. Him. I don't know. I've gotten several messages from him, but the reality is is that this guy messages me out of blue for something that I will readily I don't care what he hears. Yeah. Like I don't and then we think he he tries to like I think we'll just have a good match and all this. No, you want to try to hurt me because I'm smaller than you. Yeah. Right. But the reality is is that I'm not afraid of your jujitsu. I just don't want to lose on points because I'm outweighed by 30 pounds. Well, not only that, but who the fuck are you? We got to take a match oh, where we're, also, we're outweighed also, by 20 pounds. By the way, 
he's about 10 or 15 years younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 15 you know, years but, you know, yeah, well, why don't you take the ultra? Go and I said, take so the ultra. What's Kyle's the problem? The it's the same way. difference. Kyle's yeah, the it's the same way. difference. So these are the Ted Chicken Tender is the ultra heavyweight. I'll make sure I'm 260. Yeah, at least Ted Chicken. Good Lord. Ted took the freaking ultra over that. These were the type of people that were literally telling me why I sold the gym. You know, the reality scumbags, is, is that bro. it was probably the, it was the worst possible two to three years of my life. Um, I leaned on Mark and Kyle pretty heavy for that. I mean, you lose your mom, you lose your dad in, in you know, that quick. And then I have these assholes call me while I'm in the car yeah. in the middle of that. You know, the funny thing, though, is Heather looked at me. She's like, you kept pretty calm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I, I just it was so ridiculous. It was almost yeah. laughable. Yeah. Um, well, it's the thing that they they have so little going on, so it highlights for them. Whereas, hell, I think about them motherfuckers about as much as I blow my nose. Like I don't, I don't, I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, only, I really don't so remember you. The y'all, only, dude. the only it's thing like Biden says, as much as a fly, as yeah. much as a fly. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing that I think about often, or or that be him. The only thing I think about often is that Heather got hurt. Yeah. So every move I have to make is to reduce that hurt. Mm. You know, if I'm having a good life, if the gym is doing well, if if people are being protected, and I know Heather, I, I love her to death. Heather wants young women to be protected as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you talk to her, she cares about that. Sure. Um, yeah. If I know they're being protected, I don't give a shit what you're doing there or doing here mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I'm not afraid to go up to your gym or your open man and roll with you. Like, yeah, that, that come on, I've been I've been yeah. up to. The funniest thing was is when you or I left and went out to wherever he is, I went up to ground and pound and tried to put out an olive leaf to those guys. I was I was going there yeah, just we both, open yeah, mat. Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? Good to see you. Shaking the hands of the guys that stayed with him. Now, if you were a white belt or blue belt, you don't know what the hell you we're don't know what happened. Purple belt. You don't have a clue. No, you bought the same lot of you're, bullshit. If you're a brown you know, and a black even belt. a couple of them black belts. If you're yeah. a brown and a black belt. Yeah. A couple of them black belts were young. If you're a brown or a black belt and train with us, I have a I question your your internal heart. Like mm. I I question your decision making abilities. Sure. Cuz you were doing convenience, you weren't doing right and wrong. Right, right, right. And by the way, that's been proven right multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Uh, we, that could be a whole other podcast on yeah, itself. True but, that. Um the reality is is that Kyle's bringing this place to a level I could not yeah. So what uh, you what you have today, and, and as Kyle bought the gym, what time? How how long ago now? April right? April was two years. So so been two years now. Uh, in those two years, we've we've added uh, another four hundred or so square foot of mat. Brings us just over sixteen hundred square foot of mat. Sprung mat again. Still that last. In the, the worst possible the, the plywood time in history that you could buy plywood. The plywood for that four hundred fifty square feet time. was probably. Twice what it cost to do the first twelve hundred. There's no doubt. I no had, doubt. I had, and I bought a bunch of the rogue, you know, CrossFit style equipment yeah, that we man, have they, in well, the worst time of history. And I, I still the plywood that was stacked up back there before we did it was, was still the point. most expensive most thing expensive. that was back there. By the way, Kyle opened up a little gym in the back of Integrity. Sublease, so, baby. Yeah, he subleased it. <laughs> However, that was my little. You could do better if you come over here. <laughs> Once he got him, I called up Jonathan Collins and I got the motherfucker. He's him. in there. He's in. He's in. Yeah, that was part of the get in because yeah, you you yeah. were like I got all this 
1,500 square feet of warehouse I'll never use. And I'm like, yeah, back in the back. I'm in here on crutches. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) Dave, I can do something with this. What do you want? (laughs) How much you want? I put up some bags. I put up some real, but I was like, Dave's like, yeah, just come come do the the back. I I I found his whole CrossFit rack. I was like, I don't care if you put a jungle gym in here. Just get your ass in here, big guy. Yeah. Um, So now now we've got 1,600 square foot plus of of mat, sprung mat space out in front. We've got the other five hundred or five hundred square feet in the back of Matt. Of Matt, but it's so we moved. But, so but we, we had the punching bags up front. Yep. We did away with that rack. We did a whole new rail system in yep. the back, so, uh, the so you could slide the kickboxing bags uh, with the like four or five hundred feet of square mat. Um, now Matt Holland, who's the personal trainer that Brent, basically subleases new brown belt. Amazing. Yeah. Basically, he's our strength and conditioning coach, and subleases the back now where I was doing it. Yep. Uh, he bought out all the equipment, added a ton of equipment. Yep. So he's got the whole rogue set up with four squat racks. He's got bikes. He's got sleds. He's got all the bags, row machines. He's head, got you know, reverse hypers, hundred pound bags. Hundred pa- He's got bags. all the freaking Plus, nonsense to murder you with. Big the keg. Best, yeah, the best. One of the best strength trainers I've ever. Absolutely, been yeah. absolutely. Works with a, works with a bunch of of the families and the youth, and and, and does a really good job. Yeah. yeah, he's good. We also we we have a great fundamental program here at Integrity Now. Something <laughs> that, that we we've, we've uh, looked at. Uh, Jeff, you got to roll through the fundamentals, huh? Uh, yeah, I did. So you were here then. I don't even think I knew how to spell fundamental. <laughs> like, I don't, if I put that on a list, I would make myself. So mad. yeah. So instead, you know, when new guys, new people come in, that we don't just throw them out into the regular class. They get to go through a fundamental class. Oh, them blue belts. I, I, think, I think. I think. I think. I think less of y'all though. Just a little, <laughs> little, little piece of me thinks less of y'all. <laughs> oh, I get looks from all the guys that like are still blue that stopped training and then yeah. come in and out, came back. Yeah, that never got a fundamental like, hey, class. So like, what's that class down yeah, there? What, hell what, is that? what is that? Then you oh, say, that's hey, that's you want to go in that fundamental class? Get back up. No, I'm not going in no not going class. fundamental <laughs> class. <laughs> well, I see him every now and then. I'll let it happen sometimes, and every now and then, no, get the hell out. Get go out over here. there. I know what you're doing. And, and, I know what you're and, to do. you know, Jeff, Jeff had mentioned how cool it was to having, you know, the families, you know, everybody over and integrity over what, what's really cool now is, is not only do we have a, a really solid adult program, a really, really solid kids program. Mm-hmm. Now we have a really solid fundamental program and we have whole families on the mat. Yeah. We have dads, the moms are on the mats, the kids are on the mats, mm-hmm. you know, our fundamental, our fundamental class is almost every time over half female yeah you know we have six or eight females on the mat in the fun just the fundamentals sure. moms daughters training you know i got a brand new mom and daughter uh this week yeah but fourth just, of july week the reality is is that the whole reason for the name yeah yeah this and all that comes back this. to mm-hmm. you know all, all everything that integrity was in in its origin and how it started this today what we see today is is the tip of the iceberg of what what that goal and desire was it was to have a safe place for women a safe place for kids a safe place for daughters a place where families could train jujitsu a place where competitors could still feel like they could come and train yep. that where we didn't want to lose our edge with we didn't want to sell out one of the, right yeah. we didn't want to sell no, out i didn't want to become go a, the gracie baja yeah, no, where no, everybody no. trains and you just everybody gets we gets looked a at bell. it and we just can't like, one no. of the one of the things that when we used to train at defcon there was maybe one or no women on the mats yeah almost none and mm-hmm. it was there was an awkward feel like yeah. it was just an awkward feel 
Jiu-jitsu is not a, a, well, was a real, boys' room at that. Yeah, thing, jiu-jitsu you know? like, as as a, martial arts as a whole yeah. isn't. There's not a lot of women that train martial arts. Yes, you know, there's just not, and that's something that that we have worked hard at here. You know, to 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 change, and you know, we talked about Alex being a, a six, part of that success story that now she's she's a black belt. Her and her husband own a couple gyms. You know that's going to happen. You know, uh, shout out flat earthers. Yeah, that, that's going to happen here at Integrity. Hopefully, time and time again. Yes. You know, the goal is. You know, we what we really want is we want you know there to be a whole women's program that that where yeah. we have multiple Rachel. black belt females. Rachel, Rachel baby, yeah, yeah Rachel just got promoted. We we want we want there to be you know a, a thriving community. Uh, of family jujitsu, sure. women, kids, you know, boys and girls, it's, every age, every color, every background, every it doesn't matter because on the mats, none of that stuff matters anyway. No, absolutely, none it's, of it matters where you come from. No, everybody has their own stuff. They're yeah. working out, work it out, be on the mat. I I come in almost every day. I train. You know, I'm, I'm here almost every day of the week, and I come in and I always sit down right on the benches that are right next to the mats. Almost every single day, somebody will walk by me and be like, you okay? You all right? I'm sitting there just watching and enjoying what this has turned into. Sure. Um, very few times in my adult life and, and very few times has my vision come even close to what my vision was supposed to be. When I see your daughter, McCoy, uh, Jeff's, Jeff has a, a 15-year-old daughter on the mat and she's giggling and laughing, and she was scared shitless about two months ago to even step foot on the mat. Mm-hmm. Training with your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that she has not felt not one ounce of the discomfort that some of the women that we've yeah. been around in our... In a, Absolutely. Because I would be sick to my stomach if a person even felt that for a time. Mm-hmm. You know, Even if it was by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reality is, is that we have scores of women in the fundamental class I think they're going to stay in the fundamental class I don't think they'll ever roll over the regular class but we're talking about people laughing and joking and learning jujitsu and they don't feel any of that uh, for lack of a better word disgusting pressures Yeah. Um, and it will never happen here it will never now Kyle could sell tomorrow Mm -hmm. and he would sell to somebody that's in this family already yeah. You know what I mean? And those people would do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have no doubt, and that's the way it should be. It's the way it should have been when we started. Yeah. Um, but. Well, we, and we talked about this in a couple episodes back. We talked about culture. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how businesses develop a culture. Yes, and sir. and we're starting to develop a, a little bit of a. We're starting to. Where are we at? We're starting to develop a little bit of a culture mm-hmm. here, uh, just with the way you know. We saw this uh, a couple weeks ago. There was some rogue idiot <laughs> come in one night. Oh yeah, and you know he, I hate this. We I, don't get we don't get them very often. We no, talked about it. We, we really really don't, don't get those guys very often. But, but really this guy, don't. this guy did not fit. No, the culture no. at integrity. Not at he all. He didn't. And and he got the business, and yeah. and he got the message, and he didn't come back. Yeah. Brandon and, Brandon Shore gave him the business. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> but, and I even thought Brandon was being a bit of a dick. I was the, like, Brandon, geez, the most bro. non the most ten minutes later, I was like, the okay. most non business giving guy out of all yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But, you know, you see it even even when people walk in that are brand new. You'll see people step up who are – I've seen blue belts step up and go, you know, oh, hey, are you new? You know, mm-hmm. hey, come here, let me, let me show you where a waiver mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I mean, they're just – it's that yeah. it's that family atmosphere mm-hmm. of bringing people in and making them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And from a business standpoint, if you're going to grow that business, you you have to have that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. Well, it, I can't tell you how many times I've seen you or Zach Thomas go up to a new person or a new family sure. and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, absolutely. You know, welcome here. You know, this is there's a front desk. Yeah, this it, is there. If you, you have need anything, have let us know. The blessing is it's it's not business. Yeah, it's because right. we actually you know, want family. to meet them. Yeah, it is family. Them. Well, and it's that's part of doing the right thing on it is like it, it, it came really quick um, after you know purchasing the gym that when I say quick like six months to a year <laughs> uh, where you're playing with different formulas and everything that you realize that you know, the more you try to run this like a business, the less pure it becomes, and then it's mm-hmm. not it's not what you it's not going to be the same right. You know, then it, it for you to run like a it's almost I told somebody not too long ago it's the most non business business that's that's out there. Mm-hmm. You, you like it breaks literally all of the rules for running a business. It's the worst business model ever, <laughs> yeah. ever yeah. because yeah. your instructors are the ones people get loyal to. Yeah, right. The owner, if Kyle's not instructing, if they get instruct, if they get if they're an Austin guy or a me guy or yeah. a Cody guy or a or a Mark guy, if any one of us leave, they're taking your they're taking yeah. your with them. Well, see, that's the whole plan. Like that's the whole idea. Is like we get so many of them that uh, you, you just love all of them, so you can't pick one. <laughs> Austin still scares me. Austin, Austin scares me. I'm cyborg. Man, but man, guys like Austin and them, and he's man, in, he's in, like, he is what is going to make this cutting better. edge, yeah. man. And guys like Simon and Sam and all That's those why guys scares are Buddha and them. They're soaking it he all. He speaks a language that I don't speak, dude. He's on some. I'm shit. I'm using his lapel you know, stuff, bro. But That's you know, it's funny. This morning, I was watching uh, Sam, uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. I was watching him at the tail end of. Uh, long story. I got hung out at the dealership because my truck was acting up, so I had to Uber. Is this the same truck that's going to pull the boat? It's it's good now. What the fuck? It's fine. It was a sensor. Okay. It sensor went Couple bad. Couple weeks out, buddy. Sensor went bad. We're good. All right. It's good. Might anyway, have to, might have I, to use the Ford. So I Ubered from from the dealership. I had my oh, truck. I had my truck for many years. Not I should have told that part. <laughs> but anyway, what kind of what kind of truck is it? It doesn't matter. I forgot. <laughs> so I'm watching Sam teach Penn this private lesson and i and there's this one little detail that stood out and and to me this is the epitome of integrity is there was 30 seconds left in the in the roll and i heard sam say pen you got 30 seconds submit me and pen was on side control you know of course sam's letting him work and Penn's trying to get uh, some sort of a like a Americana or something. Well, he got too far. He got too far over. You know, he got too like across the center line. Yeah. And and when he did, you know, Sam just boom. Sam flipped him over, and Sam said, uh, "Too bad you got you got too past my center line." And I thought, I love it. And Penn's face was kind of like because I think you know I thought a lot of instructors may have just let that nine-year-old yeah, that's a private lesson right right you know so so you you're you you're trying to sell a little bit in those sure 
for and most I, people. And so I thought, yeah. you know, a lot of instructors may have just let that nine-year-old yeah. hit that sub yeah. oh, to make him good feel job. good. My champion. Oh, yeah, right. my champion. And, oh, and in my mind, I thought, I love that yep. crap, dude. You didn't let him get away no. with that. I thought, don't let him get away with that That's shit. Right. I mean, he got he he was across center line. Yep. And 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 he let Penn know, hey, wrong move, buddy. Right. You know, you got too far. And and I thought that's well, something he's gonna learn. See, from. if you look at that and um that's why we're I've been big on like just studying like wrestling programs because they're not financially influenced, for mm-hmm. one. Right. It's not the only reason, but that's for one. So they don't let shit like that doesn't happen no. where they just there's like no gimmies. No, there's no gimmies. There's no fluffing you up or nothing because they got nothing to sell you. You're either here because you want to or you get the hell out. Right. You know, so the way they treat them and the way like, no, that wasn't good enough. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Even the most minute detail. Right. Stay on it. Stay on it. That's that's because you want them to get better. That's, that's right. because they have to get better. That's you're not selling them. These people that oversell their room. You see it. You see it in their culture. You see it all the time where uh, no way these people from down the street or in bumfuck Carrollton can be anywhere near what we're doing because I have master, professor, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he gave me a seminar and I paid $100 for it and I've got a $200 membership. So I've got to justify why I spend all my money. And there's yeah. no way that this people down here that are 100 bucks a month. And they're doing it, you know, for... They're paying on gold toilet seats. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. yeah, there's no <laughs> way that you could be this good. And they have to, you know, they justify by convincing themselves that right. they're better than you. And because that somebody fluffed you up and somebody sold you. Sure. And that, that same thing that you saw with Sam and Penn, that happens at jiu-jitsu academies with grown adults all the time. Mm-hmm. That they get in those moments, you know, 30 seconds left, submit me, submit me. Oh, tap, tap. Oh, good job, oh, good job man. Ooh. You know what happens is that guy, that guy's okay paying $200 a month. That guy's okay, you know, um, buying another, you know, set of four privates for, you know, $100, $150 each. Right. You know, $100, $150 each private. You know, they're, they're, they milk that out of them. That doesn't make anybody any better. It just makes that one guy rich. No, sure. and it doesn't you know, last. And it doesn't. You know, Eventually, it doesn't last you're either. like, I've spent you know, so, $20,000 this yeah, year. So, okay, <laughs> well, I, I want to go compete. I went to an open mat in Pensacola and got it. Yeah. <laughs> got I want to go compete. And, two hours. And this brand new white belt just, just destroyed me. Mm. And, and I thought I was a purple belt. Well, well, you are in his private class lessons. Well, it doesn't even have to be a purple belt. It could be another white belt. Oh, no, yeah, you are. But in, they told me I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, ch- I'm a world oh, champ. I'm a well, I just, champion. And I, and I, I just, that okay. one little thing just really stood out to yeah. me. You oh know, God! When, when I, I saw that happen, I thought when I was when that's, I was solid in the Ronin stage, I was a brown belt. I went and got my buddy Tex got his black belt at, with Philip Smith. Yeah. So I went to Tex's black belt ceremony after he got his black belt. It was me, Tex, Philip Smith, and a guy named Chris Harzati. He's a he's a Masters World Champion multiple times, and Gorilla. those are, those are the three guys I had to roll with. And me wearing a brown belt, I'm like, ah, I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> I rolled with them and got dick slapped for like two hours. I'm talking every we're talking, and they're like, oh, so who'd you get your brown belt from? And I was like, oh, from Uri Rodriguez Jr. And they're just like, oh, and walked away. I made it my choice from that minute on. I talked to Tex afterwards. We went to lunch. I said, I will make sure that no one from our academies will ever feel like that. Yeah. They may get beat, but they're not going to get, they're not going to be outclassed because they don't know 
anything. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna, they're the belt they have. They're gonna fucking earn. Yeah. They're gonna earn, earn it. Years. The standards they're gonna, earn it. they're gonna get it. Yeah, the standards getting harder, and, and they're they're gonna be able to step foot on the mat with anybody else at that belt level and say, yeah, mm-hmm. they're 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 a blue belt. Yeah, the, the, yeah, they're a purple belt. The levels are getting harder. Britt, like fights today's old. blues and purples are not the blues uh, and purples of yesterday. Well, and and I and I'll so say the that, standard I mean, has to go up. You know, open mat. July 4th mm-hmm. was the first time that I'd ever really rolled against anybody from another gym. I haven't cross-trained, uh, cross-trained mm-hmm. and I and I was rolling with some blue belts that were literally half my age. I, mean, I didn't know these guys. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I hung with them. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's they, right. You know, it was like, okay, I can hang with yeah. these guys. Yeah. yeah. They're not blowing me out of the – it wasn't that's like right. I was outclassed right. by any means. Right. Yeah. Um, no, you, if you lose, you're going to lose because of skill and technique. Absolutely. And, and tactics. Losing, that's a lot tactics. of times it comes down to tactics, like just mental in tactics. Fact, the <laughs> Stylistically. Only, the only yeah. one that beat my ass that day was Caleb, and he's one of our own blue belts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, you know, I thought, okay. Yeah. All right. Caleb he's, got me that day, too. Yeah, he was tough that day. Well, you know, it um, you know, and, and it does speak to the room. And, you know, we um, we try to delegate things the best we can. You know, between fundamentals, the regular class, um, you know, self-defense stuff, police. Uh, we've made leaps and bounds. Like Dave laid out good a good foundation with the police, uh, which I've been able to kind of keep going with, you know, and, and really grow that into something. We'll continue to grow that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as, like, competitors go, you know, we're going to keep building on that because you can't just keep uh, – filtering through the regular class so the goal there would be to have just a full competition room which means more space and uh, more growing and those are hurdles and things that we'll we'll keep uh keep battling and overcoming and we'll keep doing the best we can same with the kids program so that it feeds through and we'll do everything that we need to do to to keep that going but you know at the same time we are doing something pretty uh pretty good as far as um you know we're getting the families you know, and like you were saying, as far as culture goes, you know, this is where it speaks to and something that Jonathan Collins harped on a lot with me throughout my going into my blue belt and over the years, really going into my brown belt as well, was the philosophy in jujitsu. Like mm-hmm. when the philosophy is lost, you know, you start getting those bad apples and those people that don't want to do right and, you know, just shitty fucking people, right? So when you have a culture, and the philosophy is right, and you want to do good. People that want to do wrong don't want to be around people that are trying to do positive things and vibe. They want the fuck shit. They want all the, the dumb stuff. That's 100% right. They want all the negative. So when you're in a room full of people that are positive, we're laughing, we're going to have, a, you know, everybody's on the same kick. We're all It's all good energy, good vibes and everything. Mm-hmm. How's you your know, family? How's your kids? Yeah, How's your yeah. Hey, what's going on? You know, everybody's, you know, good to happy to see each other and all that. It's not this, like, a bunch of bullshit or anything. Those people don't want to be around that. They want to say stupid shit like, didn't I go against you at uh, Naga one time? Like, or, you know, I don't know if this technique works. And everybody in the room looks at you like, hmm. You know, there was a time where uh, some people kind of got away with that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. there was a time yeah. where people would I'm kind of... I'm an MMA fighter. I'm not a, I'm I'm not not, a gee guy. Yeah, I'm not a gee guy. Okay, <laughs> take that off. Oh, you got... You kind of got fucked there, too. Okay, cool. So you suck. Get out. You know, there's... You know, there was a time where people, you know, they you they almost could say some off-the-wall shit like that and influence the rest of the people in line. Yeah. And 
you know, it's taken about four years or so, but it's, you know, we, I don't, I don't say, I don't think that you get that same, I don't think you get that now. Mm-mm. I think if you start, you start harping in on what I'm teaching or what Mark's teaching or what Dave's teaching or something like that, you're going to get a bunch of sideways looks. Or if you get a bunch of, you know, why are we doing this? Why didn't we do our traditional warm ups? Why didn't we, you know, well, nobody fucking asked you for one reason and we all find it just fine so <laughs> like what color is your belt yeah what co- i'm sorry white <laughs> belt said what white belt said what you know again? so you know it, it is very unique i don't know that if i'd say unique but it is special it's special and we are building a room that way and i like the way things yeah. are going boys the, i really the, like the way things are going the, between the moms and the families and and all the guys getting like everybody's everybody's vibing dude and it the, i don't think you get this every day the culture to is me. following the belts yes and yes everybody's yes you know the white belts are following the blue belts the blue belts yes. are the blue, dude, blue belts back in our day were just wrecking balls yeah like just wreck they were caleb's but hurtful caleb's like they just <laughs> broke everything they got their hands on yeah sure. uh, or they got broke or they got broke yeah um we got Caleb saying, "Are oh, you okay? You are right. like we got everybody. It's just a caring, yes. hard ass room." And yeah. on the flip side of that, like when you when you know it's pro training day, you know it's comp day. Those boys go hard as fuck. Yeah, and you'll, you'll you know how many crazy weird injuries we've had. Very very little. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to think of the last one. And Austin's doing heel hooks and and we're doing, know, we're starting in leg entanglements. We're doing all kind of like we're starting in fifty fifty. We're starting four eleven like. And to me, that's progress. To me, that's something we're building. Sure. And if we keep building on all fronts like this, um, I think we're going to have a, we're going to have a real force to be reckoned with. And uh, I'm I'm honored and really excited to watch it. Yeah. And and, and kind of keep it all keep it all going, uh, brother. I'm proud, Papa, in this place. <laughs> <laughs> you always be proud, Papa, brother. And look, uh, I'm about ready to tap out because it's almost twelve o'clock. Yeah, it's after yeah. twelve, and we just banged out another two hours. So. Um, what you gonna tell Dave? With? I'm gonna tell Dave. I love you, brother. I love you to death, man. And there ain't nothing I wouldn't do for you. Yeah. And you know, uh, this is this is this is this is all building into everything I could sure. ever more, and better than I could even imagine. You know, uh, we all got stuff outside of here that that we're working hard on and everything like that. But it's in a weird way. No matter how bad the situations get or how hard and every, it's like. Like I almost sit and smile. Like even when I'm fucked, like I feel like I'm fucked. I'll 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 have a moment where I just smile and I'm like, this is kind of awesome. Like I'm kind of working through it too, yeah. though. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, I just I want to thank you, man. I want to thank you that like you started this and this and you laid the foundation for us, man. And um, thank you. I'm going to tap out with you really don't have to thank me because we've been doing this all together anyway. Yeah. Um, we've been a, we've been a team from day one. Um, the only one that we're missing is Chad, and Chad's building his own future. Yeah. You know? yeah. Shout out Chad again. Um, Thrift Town Goshi. The only thing I would tap out with is that if if you know any females, get them into jiu-jitsu. If not just for the self-defense aspect of it, the confidence and the rolling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but take test classes and make sure that the internal alarm bells aren't going off. Yeah, don't yeah. ignore red flags. Yes. Don't um, ignore no, red flags. No. Um, it should be, and there should be multiple women in the room. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hefe? Oh, uh, well, I was in the middle of a yawn. Yeah, it's cool. Sorry. You're all tired and shit because you're old. I'm a little tired. I'm old. I don't need a drink anymore. Um, what, what? What? Man, I, I'm just thankful to be a part of this. I really am. I, I, you know, I wasn't there in the beginning. And just to see where it's came from and to see what it is, um, I have a, a lot of my friends that, you know, they give me crap about – coming out here every night and mm-hmm. rolling with sweaty men as they say and and i'm like you just don't get it i'm like if you come sit on their couch yeah i'm like if you'd pizza. come if you'd come be a part of it you might understand it and you know you you, you see this this phrase uh used a lot and maybe overused but it's it's actually a bible verse that talks about uh, it's in proverbs but it, you know Talking about the iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as iron sharpens iron, so does uh, a man sharpen another man or a mm-hmm. friend sharpen another friend. And I think about that, about these yeah. guys here. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, these the guys here that, that – exactly. That, that, that Send me that picture. Okay. You know, that make you better. You know, they, they do. They mm-hmm. make you better physically. Mm-hmm. They make you better mentally. They make mm-hmm. you better, you know, just in general. They make you want to do better. Um and so I'm thankful for that. That's what I'm tapping out with. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tap out, you know, the the past couple of episodes that, that we've had here, you know, it, it kind of feels a lot like, you know, a, a state of the union with, with the president when you kind of get to talk about where we've been and where we've where we're going and where we are and all that. And there's there's a really cool thing that, that they do that's become customary as they finish those joint sessions of Congress the president stands before. And the, the last thing that he says um, before he, he leaves is he, he'll, he'll say some version of, uh, I'm, I'm glad to stand here and report that the State of the Union is strong. Um, that's, that's what they close out with. And that's the way I feel about integrity. As we've rolled through these last couple of episodes and we look at where we've been and look at how we started, I'm glad to report, guys, that, that the state of the union of integrity jiu-jitsu is strong. Yeah. And the future that we have is bright. And, and, and the direction that we're headed is, is secure and locked in because it was founded the right way. It, it, its foundation is, is, it was done the right way. It was built the right way from the ground up. And, and you're right. And who knows what the next 10 years are going to look like. But, but we know that, that the reason and the way that we're doing things is the right reason. And the state of integrity is strong tonight, gentlemen. Hey. Hey. Okay, folks, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to Cam and the Rev, and then there's Jeff. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and hit that share button. And until next time, take care.